What up, what up, what up, what's the deal, everybody? This is the instant we talk. I was going to say something funny, but I don't even think nothing funny needs to be said. Um, we have uh, went through a small hiatus because um, the grand pooper of this show, shout out to Africa. And like, when did a pilgrim? pilgrimage i don't know if she went and did a pilgrimage but i'm gonna say she did um but she had a, a good great um teaching time and um this is why we have been gone for a couple of weeks but we are back in full effect i am lily the host of this show i am the joint smoking black totem bad mo that you see <clears throat> I am with the creme de la creme, the hostess with the mostest, the top shelf, understandably the undeniably super, super entrepreneur that she is. I always want to big her up every time that um, we open this show, so let me do it also again. Let me say, to the greatest, the, um, she has just uh, met a pinnacle time of her year, um, well, of her life, and I love it, because welcome to the club. <laughs> welcome to the club, uh, I, I that was coming. Yeah. Incomparable. Lindsay. Hello. And we're not yes, going yes. to talk about what club. We're not going to go there with what club I am a part of now. It's a beautiful time. <laughs> it's a beautiful time. Listen. You are going to love this. You're going to... You, off camera, you're going to be like, oh, no, nah, this is shit for real, because fuck what these niggas talking about. No, actually, no. Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. no. There you go. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe maybe in a few months, but <laughs> not right now. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm going to give it time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to give it time. I just want to welcome you to this place. Thank I want to welcome you to this place because I can honestly welcome somebody that you know what I'm saying that I love to this place. It's a couple of people that I um that I love to death that I would have took a bullet for that didn't make it to this place. Yeah, yeah. When you when you say it like that, absolutely, absolutely. But oof. yeah, we're gonna have fun today. We're not gonna go. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. We're gonna ride that wave, baby. Right. <laughs> that way <laughs> yeah but <clears throat> yes i am back from the motherland um it uh i feel like whenever you go to where it all started it is a pilgrimage whether you go see like the bones doctor or you go over there for leisure you know so 
It was um, an amazing time. And, you know, being an ADOS, you don't have a sense of home. You know, so now I have a sense of home. Like, you know, so. But in the same breath, I I gained a lot of knowledge about um, South Africa. So, um, yeah, like, one thing that I gained, like, it's, it was a lesson as soon as we got picked up from the airport, to be honest. Like, our, um, our tour guide, he was, like, amazing. So, excuse me, and he kept it 100 with us. <clears throat> he kept it 100 with us. But, um, but yeah, um, yeah, it was an amazing time. So, I'm happy that I was able to able to do that yeah i'm glad you was able to do that too um sidebar ladies and gentlemen um me and jasmine was supposed to um make it to this africa trip but um we ended up having um a, a beautiful baby boy and so we couldn't uh we couldn't make that trip yeah. um, but we were supposed to be there um, we're gonna go. We 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 gonna get there. We gonna we gonna start doing shit with Lindsay so we can do like podcasts from different spots, man. So it'll be like really dope. Yeah, yeah. So that definitely um is not gonna be my one and only time. So um, <clears throat> I said the next time that I go to Africa, the continent, I want to go to um, Nigeria because I did my um, ancestry years ago. And then um, the results came back that I am, <laughs> that I'm black, but um, part of my blackness, I'm 35% Nigerian. So that's like the biggest part. So, yeah. So I was like, okay, well, I'm basically Nigerian. And so I need to go to Nigeria. I grew up with Nigerian. Shout out to my cousin Judon. Um, these niggas is serious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I've been looking up <clears throat> like Legos and stuff like that. I know like the um, the richest black person is, lives in Nigeria. For sure. And they got like this island that has like all the richest people in the world that live on this island. So like it's a lot of money there. So basically, what you're saying is Nigeria is the real version of Wakanda for real. Uh, more or less, yeah. And I believe it. Yeah. And I, like I said, shout out to my cousin Judah. Um, <clears> listen, <throat> the Nigerian dudes are very serious. They are very goal oriented, and not even Nigerian dudes, Nigerian people. Um. These and when I say they they take care of each other, they really take care of each other. I'm talking about they legit make sure everybody is not only secure, but I'm talking about dope out in these shits. Like, yeah. <laughs> like for real, like boy, like I, I'm whatever y'all know about Nigerians, you know, motherfuckers gonna be that kind. I know scammers in my neighborhood. I don't know none. I know motherfuckers that take care of their people and take care of the niggas that they call brothers. Yeah, that's funny that that's the first thing that people come that people think of when you think of Nigeria or Nigeria is the scammers. <clears throat> I don't think of 
scammers, but I think of um like the famous Nigerians, like Burner Boy, Yvonne Orji, uh, Wendy Acefo, all these Nigerians, and they're like super accomplished. And like the running theme with all of them is that like in your family, they teach you to be like somebody that's like very successful. And it's mainly like a doctor or a um, lawyer. Mm-hmm. You know, so, but yeah, but um, but yeah, excuse me. That's the goal is to get there next. So, have to um research that now. I don't know about that being next year, but excuse me. But yeah, that's the next place in Africa, I should say. So yeah. Yeah, I can't, I can't wait to go. Y'all just gonna be mad at me because um, I'm gonna just be eating shit that I'm re- I, I, I'm cool with because I don't want to get sick. Yeah. Yeah, I said that um, <clears throat> I said that I should do like a video just discussing my trip because there's like a lot to the trip. There's a whole lot. So um, so yeah, I might I might go ahead and do that. But um, yeah. I mean, it was, it was, it was different than any other place that I've been, and I've been a few places, like one or two places, you know. So yeah, it was totally different. But um, but yeah, yeah, I saw a lot of things, and then like the racism that was over there is different. Um. I will, I will say that, because, like, <clears throat> it's different as far as black people, but it's not something that we haven't seen, because their racism against black people was, like, the racism against indigenous people here. Mm. Yeah. So. Um, that's a lot. That's, that, that's a lot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was it was parallels, and then like he was our tour guide was explaining to us and stuff like that, and then he said it's like the native people at in the states, and I was like, that's literally what I was thinking while you were talking, you know what I mean? So, and um, we had I think I think either me or my mom had said something about slavery. And he was just like, no, they didn't enslave the South Africans in South Africa because it's kind of hard to enslave somebody in, on their homeland. And I was like, you know what? That makes sense because they know the land. Like, they can just easily get away. And that's probably the reason why it wasn't too many natives that you knew that were enslaved. You know what I mean? They know the land. So, so yeah. But, yeah. So, um. But yeah, yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot, and it was great. So. Ooh, I wish I was there, even in that conversation you had. Because mm-hmm. uh, I always like to tell people, I don't know if it's a fun fact for um, everybody that's listening now, but I always like to tell people when it comes to, uh, especially with slavery, the whole thing about... Um, like you said, it's kind of hard to enslave people in their homeland. Like, you know, they're going to fight their way out. But what ends up happening, um, just because I know my mother's people, what ends up, ha- up happening is 
those same type of people end up becoming slave traders themselves. So when you go into a history and you really look into certain things, especially on different coasts, um, what you will find out is it was certain Africans that were um, actually corralling fucking slaves. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a business. Yeah, it was, it, it, was a, it, it was a big business. I like my my mother. My mother loves to say that she's uh, part Indian. Um, she loves to say, like, um, I could get money from the government, all that. She like, she loves to say that shit. Mm-hmm. And I ain't mad at it, but um, what I tell her all the time is it's only because you actually, um, she's from the Morel Plantation in Morel, Oklahoma. The Morel Plantation was owned by Indians but it's still a plantation. So mm-hmm. stop talking about that heritage like it means something. Because that's the same thing I say about uh, uh, um, uh, uh, people who uh, acknowledge their white, uh, their white uh, grand, uh, great, great, great grandparents who were plantation owners. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't, don't acknowledge that bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so I'm yeah, um... Yeah, I mean it's I mean it's history, it's it's a bittersweet history, but um it's all your history, you know. So and that's that's the part that um that sucks. You know, but it is it is what it is. It is what it is. I mean I respect it because it gave me my mother. Mm-hmm. And then I also respect it because, you know, it gave it gave us our culture period, like Yeah. The reason why we're here is because of this. So right. we know that. So I understand it and I respect it um, to a fault. Mm-hmm. To a fault. Because I'm, I'm just one of them people. I'm, I'm just a realist at the end of the day. Um, my mother would have never had to went through that if it was, if it, um, some niggas that was in Africa didn't um, go ahead and make sure that this was big business. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, and then um, I that was um, I mean that was shown in the Woman King, you know, that um, some of them were were slave traders, you know. Yeah, it just it just I is mean, what it is. The truth about the Woman King is that's what she did. She she agreed with the colonizers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, just that's just what it is. Like they, some of them were traders. Some of them were captives. You know, just they didn't really keep too good record, too good of records back then. So we don't know. We can't pinpoint who was who. You you can't. But at the same time, you can't be mad at it because it's one of those things where put yourself in a scenario of, um, say, for instance, you, Lindsay, they, they tell you, they say, hey, boom, we're going to put you here. Anybody that you put in, on, on this list, we ain't we, we ain't going to fuck with. But the rest of them niggas that look like you, we gonna fuck with. Mm-hmm. You gonna start writing names down, Lindsay. I'm, I, I mean, shit. I'm gonna start writing names down. Yeah. Yeah. Just what it is. It just is what it is. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. <clears throat> yeah, but yeah, unfortunately, like we're like the only ones here that really have to like do the DNA test to really find out where we come from and stuff like that. That's the part. That's so wild. And then <laughs> I've we've been having this running joke with my mama since um I did the ancestry. 
So she's like, she's kind of skeptical about the shit. And she's like, um, I need Ashley to do it too so we can see if the um, results are the same. And so the running joke is, well, if the results are the same, then you got some explaining to do. <laughs> yeah. Like, wait a minute. Right. Like, we going to need to take another on. test. <laughs> we jumping DNAs right here. <laughs> like, if Lindsay's DNA is the same thing with Ashley's DNA, right. then you need to have a real long conversation <laughs> with both of them. Right. We need to sit down. <laughs> Right. She's like, I ain't worried about that. Hey, if you say so. Just saying, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I better not find out y'all sister cousins. That's right. crazy. <laughs> right. I'm just saying, if they come back different, we're going to have to take another test. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, she's been saying it since I did it, and we've been joking about it since she said it. So yeah. <clears throat> But, but yeah, so, um, yeah, but like I said, like he, like our tour guide was giving us straight history from the jump, like when, from the car ride to the, um, airport, he was like, all right, so there's several racial groups. There is black, white, mixed, and, um, shit, colored. And, yeah, that's so loud. Colored. Yeah, he said he would be considered mixed. Um, the lowest on the totem pole is black. Um, of course. And then mixed is right before it. Then colored, and then um, white is at the top. So Dro says TP. What up, Drody? That's my dude. So, yeah. So, um, and then he took us by this place um, that was a, um, it was like a, um, like a circuit court. And he said um, what people would do if, um, if they thought they had a chance, you know, um, they can petition to get their race changed. So, what? yeah, so you can drive a petition to stand in front of um, a, a, a panel of judges, all white, might I add, and plead your case on why your race should be changed. And mm. these panel of judges will have to unanim- unanimously agree on your, you changing your race. And on top of that, he said the Chinese and the Japanese, they split them up. Yeah. So, and... Well, they're supposed to. Huh? They're supposed to split but them But no, up. I'm talking about as far as um, hierarchy. They split them up. Oh, as oh, far oh as yeah. That. So, um, they, they look at Japanese as a better race than the Chinese. And we was like, okay, well, we look at all of them as Asian, so what is the difference that is making Japanese better than Chinese? So he said that the difference is in their skin tone. Japanese has a more paler skin tone, and um, 
Chinese has a more yellow skin tone. So mm-hmm. because of that, they look at Japanese as a higher as a hierarchy because they're closer to white. Yeah, I was just like, wow, they splitting hairs. Was well, yeah, it's it's a lot in that. I, I, mm-hmm. I, I yeah, we're gonna have to eat, uh, deep dive into that because it's, it's it's certain spots. It's like um. There's certain spots in Asia where, you know, um, they're totally uh, discriminated against because they have, um, quote unquote, um, more uh, black features than white features. It's, it, it, it's, it's a lot going on in the Asian culture over there. Like, it is, it's real crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, if you go, if you go to Singapore... Um, that's one thing about uh, uh, certain people that I know that uh, really be going over, uh, overseas and traveling. Um, one of my military niggas, he was like, if you go to Singapore, um, everybody looks like 39th Street. They just know what they just got slanted eyes. He, he told me that, and I never believed him. He was like, hey, he was like, if you ever watched the movie Raid, and I was like, yeah, he said, hey. Check the scene out when they fighting in the hallway. He said it's one Asian dude that looks like Usher. And I'm like, you fine. And he's like, nah, I'm I'm not bullshit. This nigga looks just like Usher. Yeah. And he Asian as fuck. Right. But but they filmed it in Singapore, so they put um real Singapore people in there. Yeah. And you gonna he said you're gonna find a mo a multicolored cast. And you and he said you gonna see a nigga that look just like Usher, <laughs> and that motherfucker, and he gonna be fighting in the hallway. I said you bullshit, but I seen it and I was like, damn. Yeah. And the nigga died in the worst way. <laughs> like that's how right. much I was in tune with the Usher nigga. The right. Usher nigga died in the worst way. Right, right. That is funny, but yeah, but I I believe it though. Yeah, I definitely believe it. But um, <clears throat> but yeah, it's um, it, it it was definitely an experience. Um, I do suggest anybody that can get over there, get over there, and it's not, it's not expensive, you know. Um, yeah, it's not expensive. Just hit me up if you need assistance, because I am willing to assist anybody that would like to travel over there. But um, there you go. yeah. But yeah, it is not it's not expensive at all. So yeah. But <clears throat> yeah, we yeah, I'll have to I'll have to do a deep dive. Yeah, yeah. yeah you gotta do a deep dive. That has nothing to do with, not with any of our topics today. Right. But <laughs> um, you know, me and cuz ain't talked in a while and it's funny, we had we 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 talking when we on live, but it's like we talking with each other like we sitting in the same room. Right. Um, and y'all just gonna have to enjoy the shit. <laughs> right, right. That's right. just what just it pull is. Pull up a chair. It's how it is. So by now, ninety-seven episodes in, y'all should know by now how we do. <laughs> but yeah. So, uh, so what do we want to get into? Because these people have been tripping since the last time we was here. Oh uh, man, we uh, shit. Let's get into it all. Let's start off with. I don't know. You know what? Let's start off with uh, shit that ain't gonna last long. That's what. So, 
Hold on, pause. Take that, take that back. Um, let's talk about something um on a person, um, which this situation ain't gonna last long. Not the person. I don't want to downplay the person like that. So let's get on Blueface. Okay. Well, before we get to Blueface, let's first send our condolences to the family of Richard Roundtree. Um, the actor Richard Roundtree passed away a few days ago. He was 81 years old. He had cancer. I didn't know he had cancer. But, um, but yeah, he had cancer. And from what I understand, it was a long battle. So we do want to send our condolences to him. If anybody doesn't recognize the name that you would definitely recognize the face because he was the original Shaft. And Shaft was like monumental at the time. It still is. Like I studied it when I was in school. So definitely want to send our condolences to him. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Um, but um, shout out to, um Richard Roundtree. Um shout out to Richard Roundtree for um, not only being shaft, but actually, you know, um, making sure that black people in exploitation black movies were actually um, recognized as serious actors. Mm -hmm. um, everybody want to talk about shaft for what it is, but shaft opened a lot of doors for a lot of black actors that actually play serious roles. And not mm -hmm. only serious roles, but serious roles where they were leads. Right, right. And that's why we studied it in school because um, Shaft was like the first um, major feature film that was a black exploitation film, but it was um, distributed by a major um, distributor. I forgot, yeah. I forgot what company it was, but yeah. So, because we all know that um, black exploitation up to that point was like independent film. But that was like mm -hmm. the first one that wasn't an independent film. So, yeah. So that was like a big, big deal. Because they were not looking at us as leading as leading people back then. And the numbers that Shaft did kind of killed all the speculation that they had about us up to that point. So, yeah. And then all the sequels that came out after that. So, hey, Shaft went to Africa. Yeah. <laughs> So. <laughs> Man, Shaft did the thing. Listen, Shaft was a Shaft was so amazing. I'm gonna always tell people, and I, I I'm never gonna stop saying it. If it wasn't for Shaft, we would have never had a Denzel. If it wasn't mm -hmm. for Shaft, we would have never had a Samuel. L. Yeah. If it wasn't for Shaft, we would never have. And I'm a hundred percent sure because this nigga's not attractive. If it wasn't for Shaft, we would never have a Forrest fucking Whitaker. Damn. <laughs> you know, honestly, Forrest Whitaker looks better now than he did back then. That's cool. Because back then, and, and and when I say this, I'm not shooting down nobody. I'm Y'all just know how I am when I get on my rants. Back then, Forrest Whitaker looked at like, oh, how can I say this professionally? I can't. So I have to say this with um, every intent to be um, non-controversial. Uh, non 
Okay. Forrest Whitaker um, used to look like the chubby gay guy that everybody's sister knew. Yeah, you, yeah, 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 yeah. Say I'm lying. Say I'm lying. <clears throat> R.I.P. to Richard Roundtree. Still. There, we <laughs> there we go. There we go. Yep. I, I told you, I, I don't know what else. I, I just have to put it in the perspective of my generation. Yeah, so he, he will be missed. Yeah. Oh, so, blue face. <laughs> Full face. Um, okay, so it's a lot been going on with Blueface. Blueface had a baby. Blueface and uh, he now has a uh, fiance. Um, he got sent into probation for that shooting that happened like a year or so ago, and now he has also um, received a judgment against him. For twelve, almost twelve million dollars in connection to that shooting. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a lot. Uh, what do we want to dive into first? I, I mean, we can shoot everything down. I mean, like I said, this is. For me, it ain't going to be uh, a long drawn just because, I mean, listen, this man got a lot on his plate. And um, the last thing I need is is to be dwelling on um, that nigga's big-ass plate. Um, what I will say is um, what we're seeing right now is the flickering of a 15-minute-of-fame individual. And I hope your money... Um, it's long enough to sustain you because, um, dude, you got a long time to be on uh, uh, fucking probation. Um, you cannot, you cannot fuck up. Um, yeah. And he does have to pay that because if he don't pay it, that's a fuck up and he can go to jail. Exactly. So I'm like, I just hope your money's long enough to um, make sure that this is actually um, sending you down and making you humbleize yourself because um, the one thing that um, I will say that is great about black people is when we actually get a a chance to sit down and humble ourselves, we become great people. And I hope that this makes you a great person because right now um, what people are seeing uh, and what is um uh, what is befalling you, my guy? It's not becoming of a great individual. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I mean, it's um, it's a debate on if he had grace, but it's definitely a fall from it. Um. You know, um, he got a lot going on. He got a lot going on. I just hope, because, you know, there's kids involved. So that's the only thing. I just hope he get his shit together because there are definitely kids involved. Um, and it, and he's, take, he's taking on a lot. But a lot of it is self-inflicted. 
if not all. Uh, uh, everything is self-inflicted. Yeah. Um, hey, we, we, let's just, let's not sugarcoat nothing. Yeah. Blueface put himself through all of this shit. Right. It wouldn't, didn't nobody bait him into it. It wasn't none of them situations where he was in the wrong place at the wrong time. It wasn't none of them where they talking about uh, the people around him influenced him. Mm-hmm. None of that shit has ever, ever came to surface. What it is is Blueface being Blueface. Mm-hmm. So that means Blueface is a natural fucking magnet to some bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> and on top of all that, his now fiance, um, Jaden Alexis, she got signed to Columbia. Yeah. Uh, so. for, for 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 what I don't know. <laughs> That's what a lot of people in the comments like, sign to what? Or sign for what? You know, but I mean I just don't understand what um uh Quagmire has not uh, can can rap about. No, not Quagmire, Stewie. That's Stewie. Stewie, Quagmire, what whoever the fuck cartoon character <laughs> looks like. And I'm not trying to downplay you, uh, but I will say I just don't think that you are a a, a lyricist, and that's the thing that I, I, I always like pounding people head to, uh, and they they say I'm just hating on 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 these new age rappers. I love a lot of these you know what I'm saying, new fame rappers. I, I I love a lot of them. I think a lot of them are dope, but a lot of them I understand or not here for actual hip hop. A lot of these motherfuckers are here for the image and I don't respect that. Yeah, yeah, they're definitely here for the image, for the clout, for the money. They're not here for the craft. Um, real quick, who do you like now? That's like- Who do I like now? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like Lil Baby. Um, I like uh, shit. I like Ice Spice. If you know, the only and I'm gonna I'm gonna tell everybody the truth. The reason why I like Ice Spice is because Ice Spice um, has given everybody exactly what they thought they was uh, she was gonna give to them. You know that um, that sexy. Nicki Minaj, um, when everybody thought Nicki Minaj was sexy, um, don't make sense, but uh, a, a cool cliche ass uh, rap. So I, I like her. Um, uh, who else? Who else? Um, you know what? That's about it. That's about it. And, I, and even when I mention them people, I realize in my head, like, these niggas ain't new. <laughs> like, but like, yeah, this is where I'm at. This is where I'm at with it. Other than that, man, like, you know, um, I used to like the baby, but now I you know what I'm saying. I, I'm uh I, I'm just one of them people that actually realize like you can't do the same thing over and over again and expect to be great. So that's why I don't like like I used to think the baby was cool, 
And now I realize, like, nah, he just does the same thing over and over again. Even when he says he doesn't, he really does. Um, he says he doesn't while he's doing it. Cool in his era. But excuse me, not cool in his era, but cool in his, uh, he, he's cool in his lane. But the thing is, um, are you able to move from era to era with that? You know what I'm saying? Um, only person that I've actually seen able to do that was Pusha T. Okay. Okay. Um. Yeah. But. Um. This doesn't speak to my life. My life is totally the opposite. I'm an angel in real life. But I like Sukiana. You like Sukiana? I like Sukiana. I I I admit it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I you do. know what I, I can't say I like Sukiana, but I understand that um like if you hear it all the time um you get caught up in it because like no I don't have to came out with that one reel about uh the nigga sitting there making him some uh making him something to drink and then that song popped in his head and he started rapping it out loud I've actually lived that life yeah yeah but I it's it's not that like I don't have to She be saying some crazy shit, dog. Like, and it's just, it's funny to me. It's funny to me. And I get, and I get, she's an adult entertainer. I get the whole, um, that's not her real life and all that type of stuff. I'm not, I don't care if it's her real life or not. That's not, like, it, it's entertainment. And it, it, that's all I look at it as is entertainment. I'm not trying to like write down her lyrics and go live them out. So, you know what? And see, that's the thing, um, because a lot of people um, say the same thing that you say, mm-hmm. and so, and I get that. You know what I'm saying? I'm not one of them people that just gonna be like, you know, you don't have no merit or no dog in the fight. Um, you actually do because um, that's what they uh, aim for. But as a as a person that actually, you know what I'm saying, did that, like, you know, I was living off of rap lyrics. You know, I'm, I'm um, you know, we, if y'all don't know people where we from, we from Kansas City. So from, we, um, we grew up off independent record labels. And most of those independent record labels was living what they was talking about. Mm-hmm. And so, as um as a person who wanted to be a rapper, everything that I ever rapped about was something that I knew about personally. It wasn't nothing that somebody told me. It wasn't nothing that I heard over here. It wasn't no um freaky Jason shit. It was some shit that personally hit a nigga that'd make anybody else be like, "Damn, that happened to you for real?" Like that's the that, that was that was the shit I was drawn to. Yeah. So, um. With a person like Sukiyana, I couldn't find myself drawn to uh, that shit. One thing uh, all my niggas will tell you, and and it's no diss to Sukiyana, you live your life because I don't I don't diss anybody in this lane. But all my niggas used uh, they'll tell you like, boy, this was the only nigga that didn't like to go to the strip club with us because he used to look us in the face um, because I had a joke with his mother, and I used to look them niggas in the face and say, I don't fuck with loose women. And like, <laughs> like, what the fuck? Right. Like, nigga, you fuck with all the hood rats. What are you talking about? I'm like, yeah, but if you for 
behave yourself like that. I can't fuck. <laughs> I just could not go in that bitch. Like, I went a couple of times and I didn't like it. Like, I was a nigga, like, I don't know if anybody know how strip clubs work, but how strip clubs work is um, if you want to sit there where the dancers are, you either have to tip or buy a pitcher of beer. I was a nigga with two pitchers of beer, so y'all knew not to ever come to my fucking table. Oh, wow. You had a strategy in the strip club. Yes. That's funny. And, you know, fun fact, I've never been to a strip club. Oh, we got to go. No, I'm okay. (laughs) Like, I... I just look at it all as being like a tease. So why don't you I be a tease? Like, I'm okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> even in, even saying this, yeah. and this is the honest of God truth, and like any nigga can back this up. Any nigga that I fuck with can back this up. You know, the only time that I was gonna fucking spend money at a fucking strip club is if a um if if a um lesbian was there. Because I don't want to say the wrong term. Mm. Um, but if a lesbian was there. Because if a lesbian was there, these motherfuckers spend goddamn money. Make every nigga in this motherfucker look like a cent. And I ain't mm. never been a cent. You know what I'm saying? Like I ain't never been a cent my whole life. So I I, I couldn't right. never let that shit downplay me. Every time I went to a strip club and I seen a lesbian start tricking money. Oh, you had me fucked up. Oh, <laughs> like, wow. You had me totally fucked up. And I hate to say it like that because it makes me seem like uh, it's toxic masculinity. And it's not. What it is is any nigga that, I'm, uh, that is listening to this podcast right now, what it throw you off is, is if you see a lesbian spend $2,000 on a person she don't even talk to and look at you like you ain't shit. Oh wow! Okay, you gonna be like, man, bitch, you got me fucked up. <laughs> you gonna right. do your shit. So what you're saying is, is if you are a stripper, always go to the lesbian. Yes, because a hundred percent true. Yeah, a hundred percent true. Because they come in ready to spend money. Okay, I'm talking about ready to spend money, and they start looking at niggas like they ain't shit. Yeah. I'm talking about for real. They start being like, ha, bitch ass nigga, I ain't seen you drop a dollar yet. <laughs> it's like, like, what's up? What's up, nigga? Yeah, yeah they, they yeah. change your mind because you be like, nigga, bitch, my dick is bigger than yours because you don't even have one. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Right. Well, ironically, the club that Blueface got shut down was a strip club. And they've been shut down for the past year, and that's where the judgment came from. Because it's the potential money. Now, me personally, if I was Blueface, I wouldn't try to fight it, because I don't think he even tried to fight it. I think he was more focused on the criminal case. Which, understand, yeah. under it's understandable, but I think a good... A good um, strategy going into that civil case is, like, uh, I didn't get your shit shut down. I was outside the club. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, 
Uh-uh. But yeah, I'm just I'm just one of many bullshit things that happened in front of your shit. Yeah, yeah. Because it, it it don't take one. It it was several things. Right, right. Like how one shooting gonna shut down the club? One shooting outside the club gonna shut down the club. Like y'all was on the verge of getting shut down anyway if that happened. But but that's the thing that see that's what happens when you are um when you a star and you make that mistake um rather than you just a nigga from thirty third and make that mistake. Ain't nobody trying to track you down for no money. Dang thirty third. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I just had to keep it family ties. Just had to keep it family ties. Just saying, they're not, they not searching for this nigga. One, they ain't searching for this nigga because they don't want any type of problems with this nigga. Right. This nigga already just shot the fucking club. Bro. Right. <laughs> they don't want no problems pulling into this nigga's neighborhood. Okay. <laughs> This is not what you think it is. But he was trying to save everybody shooting at the roof. He okay. ain't shooting at the roof today. Yeah, no. Right. <laughs> like, that's all I was trying to do. I'm trying to help, Ike. Yeah. yeah. Like, nigga, fuck what you talking about. Nigga, I ain't shooting at the roof today. You gonna right. get your ass put on a obituary. Right. Get the fuck away from me. Right. But yeah. Yeah. And then, like, the dude, <laughs> the dude that got shot, he was in court when um, Blueface got the sentence uh, of probation, and he took a selfie. Did you see that? I didn't see him take a selfie. Yeah. I did know he was there, though. He took a selfie. Yeah, he took a selfie. But I think I think he only got shot in the hand. Yeah. So, but hey, that's my hand. Damn it! And what if it was my right hand? So. Yeah, he, he straight up said, you know, he can't he he can't operate the same. Mm -hmm. <laughs> everything is different, right? But every nigga that gets shot, and I and I'm not downplaying nobody gets shot, so don't play me like that, man. I I know a lot of niggas, you know, what I'm saying they got shot, and I know a lot of niggas lost their life that way. So I'm not saying that. But mm -hmm. <laughs> the funny shit about this is, every nigga that I know that got shot, they got shot minor places. They always say. I, I move differently. Like they remind me of Peyton Fool. They be like, my shit different, B. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, right. you got shot in your foot. This nigga got shot the fuck up. It's a big difference. A little bit, a little bit. Yeah, like that dude really was walking around here like an invalid. And you talking about your pinky toe? No, we're not the same, bro. About yeah, my equilibrium off. I can't can't walk a straight line no more. If you don't go get a wooden toe and get out of my face, go ahead. Like, cut, yeah. the, cut the boot. But that's just a way, especially if it's, I would have played the same thing if a celebrity uh, was involved in oh, my yeah. shoe. Absolutely. Oh, I'm my neck. Oh, my thing. back. Oh, my neck and my back. Like, Come on, I don't give a fuck who it is. Right. Nigga, Luther Vandross <laughs> um, could have shot, uh, 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 could have, uh, his people could have shot around me. I would have blamed Luther. I would have said, <laughs> That nigga would have, he came right over there and said, shoot me the dwee and shot the shit out of me. <laughs> I'm gonna get that money, man. You gonna be Long fucked up. Long ago. Bop, bop, bop. Bop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. That 
<laughs> I'm gonna be right on saying and be like, uh, "Your Honor." That man walked up to me and said, "But this world was mine." <laughs> and that's all I remember. That's all I remember. Remember shit out. Right. All I heard was. Like, <laughs> man. Bow, 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 bow. Like, that's all I heard. Right. Then I heard at the end, Ego. <laughs> <laughs> right. Dro says harmonizing with a nine. Right. <laughs> Facts, Dro. Right. Like, this is. That's all I would have heard. That, that's what you're supposed to do. And I ain't downplaying and I ain't saying um, you're supposed to be this way. Because, you know, if you listen to this the wrong way, you'll be like, you acting like a scammer. And this is not a scammer. This is a person that knows if you're in a situation where you or a nigga that makes um, maybe 35 to maybe 60 grand a year because you're average or you're a drug dealer that you can't really account for your money. You're in a place that doesn't involve a celebrity. So if a celebrity is there and they're involved in your shooting, they owe you some fucking money. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Like, I don't give a fuck what right. y'all talking about. That nigga owes you some money because he shouldn't have been there in the first place. So the, the first thing he needs to do, because put me an example, if I was a celebrity, and I was somewhere in a function and something popped off and the people around me shot a nigga. I got to pay this nigga. That is what I'm thinking in my head. Yeah. I need to pay this nigga because I need to get this shit completely off of my fucking back. Right, right. But speaking of scammers, DJ Envy. <laughs> Woo! That was a great segue. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate the alley-oop. Appreciate the alley-oop. So, yeah. DJ Envy. Uh, DJ Envious is... Nobody's envious of him right now, but um, he's in a lot of negative press, and that is because his... um. We're going to call him his business partner, but that's not what he's calling him. Um, but a person that uh, he promoted by the name of Cesar Pena um, recently was arrested for pretty much running a Ponzi scheme. Um, he has like 20 lawsuits against him, and this is all in the world of real estate. Um, what they are alleging that he did was um, take money from people, promising them return on their investment from 20 to 45% in real estate <laughs> within like five, six months time. And uh, Lindsay, I, I don't want to cut you off, but I want to say this. Um, put it in a perspective so people can understand. How much money did they say he um, allegedly stole from these people. Um, one person was like a hundred and twenty thousand. Another was like, I want to say like five hundred thousand. Um, mm -hmm. they're saying that um, DJ Envy is now claiming to be a um, a, a victim. He a got victim. yeah, he's claiming to be a victim. His is like five hundred thousand. 
there was a couple of business partners that were in the same deal that DJ Envy is saying that he lost money on. And one of them was a million and another another one was 500,000 as well. But <clears throat> yeah, so like it's several, several different um, people that uh, are alleging various amounts. So it's like millions and millions of dollars. Exactly. That, yeah. Millions of dollars. Yeah. But <laughs> that this man has um, said that he was going to return their investment like 20 to 45 percent and he hasn't done anything so basically he was running a ponzi scheme he was like taking money um from peter trying to pay paul but um moving money from one real estate venture to another real estate venture because this one ain't paying out come to find out some of his properties are in foreclosure and that's even if he owned them because some of them that he was talking about he didn't even own um and these are not well, just, these are I, not all. I, I, I'm going to stop you there. I'm, uh -huh. I'm, I'm going to stop you there because you're 100% right. But at the same time, you have to remember um, that uh, at one point he did. What he was doing was Mr. Pena, mm. is what I'm speak, uh, who I'm speaking on. What he was doing was selling the, 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 the uh, places multiple times. So he would sell a place. It was already sold, already going under, a, you know what I'm saying, to being sold to another person. What he would do is make people invest in that same property, thinking that it was going to be owed to them. Wow. So it was worse than what I thought. Yeah. yeah so that's I didn't the hear thing. that part. I was just hearing yeah. that some of them were in foreclosure and some of them he didn't own. So, some spots yeah. were in foreclosure. Some spots were paid for uh, from uh, or, or dropped a down payment to be paid for by other properties. He was getting other people to drop another down payment, knowing that everybody would not be able to own this fucking property. Yeah. Yeah. And then he was like promising people one property, but then saying, hey, this one didn't come through. I'm going to move it over to this property. When in all actuality, he wasn't doing that at all. And then like when people would try to come after him for his, for the money, he wasn't giving them money, but he would um, bring them jewelry and tell them, hey, hold on to this until I get you your money. He was doing stuff like that. So, um, and these are not all people that um, are rich and famous. Some of these people were like working class citizens that were giving him their life savings. This one lady, she um, had got a settlement after something happened with um her pregnancy and when she delivered the baby something happened they didn't go into detail on what happened but she ended up getting a settlement she wanted to create generational wealth because that's the main thing that they say with this scheme is that you're building generational wealth so she gave the majority of her settlement to him to invest so that you know she can own properties and stuff like that they were um, real big on people becoming landlords so that they could um, create this generational wealth. And that was like the main thing that um, DJ Envy was promoting to people and stuff. Um, the, <clears throat> the property that DJ Envy is claiming that he lost money on was this school that's in New Jersey that um, was abandoned that they're turning that they were turning into um, condos. 
and um, there was a couple of business partners on that um, on that school as well. One gave half a million, one gave a whole million. They started looking into it after they gave. They started looking into it, and they was like, "Yo, what's going on? Like, it's the time frame that you gave us is up. Like, what's the status? This and the third. He's not answering their calls or nothing like that, not trying to return their messages, none of that. One of them ended up driving past the property. The property, no, like, no signs of no construction even starting. So that's, like, kind of what blew everything up. And they did this on the strength of DJ Envy. A lot of the people did this on the strength of DJ Envy because he's a, I guess, quote-unquote, trusted celebrity. You know, and he had been promoting it real heavy. And so, um, yeah, he got all these lawsuits and stuff like that. So now, um, and then there's like a million and one videos of DJ Envy and uh, and Cesar Pena talking about real estate. They were also doing seminars. So these seminars are supposed to be free to the public where they will teach you how to, you know, start um, investing in real estate. Allegedly, unbeknownst to DJ Envy, Caesar was taking money from people for one-on-one sessions and stuff like that. So that's another thing. Excuse me. And from what I understand, like from people that have went to the seminars, they weren't telling you nothing that you can't Google. So it was like a big fat waste of time. So all these videos are starting to surface. They're doing all kinds of shit that it doesn't look like they're doing it properly. There was this one video that I saw on Twitter from this person that um, was a real estate agent. And they was like, there's no way that they are doing what they're saying that they're doing in this video without permits and zoning and all that type of stuff. Because in the video, they were talking about turning this um, three-family building into, from, like, it was two, it was three stories, two-bedroom apartments. And... It was three of them. And they were talking about turning them in from two to four bedrooms and then adding two studio apartments. And all they were doing was just like making like a three inch uh, foundation or adding to the foundation. It was something weird they were trying to say they were doing with the foundation in order to do this to the building. And they had like several people on the property where they were talking about doing this too in a video. And the, and the real estate agent that shared it, they were like, there's no way that they are doing that and getting this approved. So that video. Then I saw a video today with um, Killer Mike. Killer Mike and Senior Pena, Cesar Pena. In the video, they was in um, Killer Mike's old hood in Atlanta. And he was promoting them, you know. And somebody, somebody posted the video like, hey, Killer Mike, like you promoting this dude, you know? And so then Killer Mike had reposted it and he tried to like backpedal and pussy pop out of it. And it was just like, no, that's no, you actually are promoting him by this video in itself is promoting him. Why are you trying to say that you're not promoting him? But (laughs) (laughs) again, Say what you said. Like you said, he, he pussy popped his way out of that. I said he backpedaled and pussy popped. <laughs> he backpedaled and pussy popped. 
before backpedaling pussy pop. No, I've heard that term oh. before. I've never ever heard that term. She killed a mic. That's what tickled me. I'm like, this motherfucker said, kill a mic. Pussy popped his way out of this shit. He did. He did, though. Like, back, I was just like, are you serious, dude? Like, and literally, he was getting flamed up in the comments because everybody was like, dude, you think we stupid? Like, that's exactly what you're doing in this video. But, yeah. Um, Caesar got arrested a couple of days ago, and of course he bonded out. But um, he did a video, and he's um saying that Envy did not have anything to do with what's going on, um, uh, with these things. So, <sighs> yeah. So, of course he's gonna say that. Yeah. So your boy Seven is here. Hey, he says y'all hilarious. <laughs> We don't even be trying to be half the time. That's what makes it so bad. <laughs> I, I, half the time, we I, it's, none of the time we try to be hilarious. Right. It, the shit is funny. Right, right. We dead ass. Right. You know what I'm saying the shit is right. legit funny. Like you can't make any of this shit up because we definitely don't. Right, you right. Know what I'm saying? right. So then he, um, your boy's having questioning. Did they get his mansion? Um, I don't think so because this video that he posted, um, he did a live actually, um, right after he came home and it looks like he was in his house. So yeah, I don't think they got his mansion yet. Um, I, what I, I'll say this, the whole thing in a nutshell is none of us is none of us. Not any black person, not any brown person, not any person of color. Um, we're not going to ignore this and we're not going to sweep this under the rug and we're not going to say that DJ Envy is a fucking victim. Um, the only reason why I say that is because, I mean, um, truth be told, keeping it a 100% being is they wouldn't... What we hear about these millions of dollars, yeah, that's fucked up. Um, but what we are not paying attention to is the thousands of dollars. The people that didn't that that didn't have it to give right. gave. And it didn't pan out for them. Yeah, people were taking out loans and stuff to give him yeah. that. Yeah. This is this this is the shit that I be wanting people to really understand. Um, that is the flaw within um, us as people of color. We know all of us um, go through adversities. I don't care where you were from or how you were raised or what religious background you have or what type of reason you come from. As a person of color, the thing that irritates me the most is we can know that you came up the same way we came up and we still decide to fuck each other over. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing that irritates me the most. It's sad. It's sad. Like, yeah, um, you can have your opinions on the situation. You can have your opinions on DJ Envy, on all that and whatnot, but at the end of the day, these people were taken advantage of. 
and it's sad and a lot of people want to be like oh well you trusted a felon and it's just like because caesar caesar is a convicted felon and it's just like yeah i see i see where you're going with that but in the same breath all felons aren't diabolical people you know what i'm saying because you you are diabolical individual to do this to to people yet let alone your own people being a felon has nothing to do with a motherfucker who was a super villain. Yeah. Most super villains ain't fucking felons at all. Right. Right. Absolutely. Like that has nothing to do with that. Like, don't we're making excuses. That's the thing. This is one thing I found out in my job, and this is just uh this week alone. Um, what I found out is you know what? People don't look for solutions. Mm-hmm. They always find excuses. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they do. They do. And then, um, so yeah, so like there's all types of videos and stuff popping up. And um, one of them is with uh, DJ Envy doing an interview about real estate with um, Mano. And he's talking about how he called three people um, right before he started, you know, investing. And it was DJ Clue, um, Joe Button. And somebody else that oh fabulous he called those three people and he admitted that joe button told him this sounds like a ponzi scheme and i don't want no parts because you're going to jail yes <laughs> no like listen <laughs> you were talking to niggas that you wanted to uh, you wanted them to invest millions and millions of dollars in so and I ain't even gonna say millions of dollars, maybe hundreds of thousands, whatever. You wanted to them invest um a large quantity of money, and you was telling them, yeah, all you gotta do is, man, give me a hundred thousand, I I can make it a million in a month. All I gotta do is boom, 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 and this, 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 and blah, blah, blah. And niggas was like, fuck no. Yeah, right, right. That's just like um around the time when COVID hit, and those people were doing those um. Fuck, I forgot what the name. Uh, the PPP loans. No, 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 not the PPP loans, but they were doing the um the tree, like the blessing oh, tree yeah. and shit like that. Yeah, or they was trying to flip your um uh, your money in cash app. Yep. Yep. It's like all that, like people was really falling for that shit, and I'm just like, none of this shit sounds legit. I'm not doing it. I got approached to do one of those blessing trees a couple of times, and I was like, yeah, no. Because this shit don't make sense. Because, like, the blessing tree, the way that works is that everybody put their money in a pot. And then the pot will go around. So whenever your time was up is when you'll get the pot. Giving tree. Yeah. Seven says giving tree. That's what it was. Giving tree. Yeah. So I'm like, why don't I just put my money in my pot and bless myself all the time? Like, that shit didn't make no sense to me. Like, why would I get, why would I keep giving y'all money until it's time to get, you know, to get my money back. Like, I was like, that shit don't make sense. Why are y'all going along with this? Like, none of this makes sense. That's the thing I never understood about, um, because when I was looking at this case with Pena, like, it was so many people that invested money and didn't get money back, and they end up investing more money. I'm like, nigga, what type of wet pussy tongue do you got? (laughs) It's like, God dude, damn. Dude. Like, and this nigga been... had the best dick sucking lips and, 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 and the work because how yeah. in 
niggas, and I realized, like, some niggas invested, like, 75 and then wanted the 75 back. Didn't get the 75. Got a check for, like, 15 grand. I don't know what 15 grand would do with 75,000. But went on with that and understood it was cool and gave a nigga another 75,000. Right, just kept giving. You know I mean? This nigga's got to have the best pussy mouth in the world. <laughs> like, God damn. I mean, like, the shit was crazy. The, sh- the whole shit is crazy, you know what I'm saying? And now, and, and it's like, what, like, when I first start, you know, like, really paying attention, I had a conversation and I was just like, I don't think he knew, I don't think Envy knew everything. But then I started seeing other videos. And Envy is a felon in itself. For scheming. So I'm like, well, he got it in him. Like, you you can't put it past, you can't put it past nobody nowadays. Like, you know, like he ran, he, he was on some podcast with his wife and ran down the whole scheme of what he used to do in college. So I'm like, okay, maybe he did it. Maybe, maybe he knew, but at the very least you are liable because you put your, you put your celebrity on the line for this man and people were investing in this man for, because of you, you know what I'm saying? So even even if you did not do nothing illegally, immorally, you did because you put your celebrity on the line for this man, you know? The thing that baffles me is the whole thing about um, the niggas that he came up with wouldn't invest in him. Um, I don't know what it is about that, but that's it, it's something about that like bothers me to the core, yeah. which makes me think like this wasn't a nigga to be trusted in the first fucking place. Right, because if everybody is passing that you that you trust, you know what I mean? Yeah. Excuse me. And this is so funny because like I used to listen to the Breakfast Club a lot, and um, when he started it, excuse me, when he started in real estate. Angela Yee started in real estate too, but hers was different. She was um, rehabbing stuff in Detroit. So she was buying a lot of properties and, and rehabbing them and flipping them in Detroit or whatever. And I always wondered, why is it that Charlemagne ain't tried to tap into none of this? You know what I'm saying? Because it it's like... Even if he were to do what Caesar Pena was doing, that would have been easy. That wouldn't have taken taken him away from anything that he was anything else he was doing. He would have just had to give him money and then just wait for the checks to roll in, right? Yeah. So I always wondered what was it that Charlemagne saw that made him be like, I'm good. You know what I mean? So that always stuck out to me. You know. They've been saying that too. They've been saying like the uh DJ Envy fucked uh uh Angela uh Yee over at real estate. So and um because they, they, they make Angela um certain shit on YouTube and on Twitter. Um they've been saying Angela Yee is a victim of that shit as well. So I mean yeah. it's a it's a possibility. I just remember like 
her going to Detroit a lot because she was buying properties and, you know, rehabbing them and stuff there. But, <clears throat> I mean, it's a possibility because they are also in business together with um, Styles P. Angelique, DJ Envy, and Styles P on a juice bar together. So, I'm like, I know they they um, have business there together. So, and that's even if they still own it. Cause she's on the outs with them, but uh, but yeah, like I don't know, I don't know. But um, your boy Seven says um, same with Jay Morrison. Then he says convicted felon playing the good guy, rolling real estate to set niggas to set up niggas to invest where regardless of outcome he gets a big ass pot. Yeah. Then he says Susu. Yeah, that's the name of that that um giving tree is Susu. You know. Okay. Yeah. And then he said, um, bullshit family Ponzi scheme. Yep. And then doing the straight up dummy. Yeah. Yep, all of that. All of the above. All of the above. Man. Like it's cra it's crazy. It's crazy. Like the whole situation is crazy. Um we'll, we would definitely be uh be watching this because it it just it's so much that's coming out. You know, and it seemed like it's coming out like day by the day. And then um, your boy Seven says, that ain't always true. Dudes I know didn't want to go in with me on a couple of house flips um, or make bread on the solo. They stayed where they were. Okay. And then he says, that's why you left. Um, I don't know if that's. I don't know if that yeah, played a factor. I, I ain't gonna give that. That's just a rumor that's been uh that's been yeah. uh, uh being told. Yeah, I don't know if that played a factor in why she left. Um, I know that she was offered her her own show, and that's what she's doing now. And the show is doing pretty well, but it seemed like they were cool up until she left, and then when she left, she started talking out about her experience on the show. So that's where I'm saying like she's on the outs with them. So, but, um, but yeah, I don't like the real, real reason. If there, if there is another reason, I don't know. But the the reason they've been giving us is because she got offered her own show. So, which I mean, shoot, why not? But um, yeah, yeah she, I mean, uh, she definitely deserved it. Mm -hmm. Um. She had a, a show before them, and then yeah. you know, lip service was kind of uh, big. Kind of, it still is. Yeah. I, mean, I know, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, because she came from satellite radio, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I'm sure that was the that was the ultimate goal to have your own stuff. And and just to be one thousand, like the Breakfast Club ain't been the same without her. Nah, it ain't. Mm -mm. Right. So, um, oh, and then that's another thing because um, you know they've been having people guests on the show um, in her absence, <coughs> and they have. Um, <laughs> I don't know if it's bad timing or what, but they put out. Um, during all of this or whatnot, they put out a um, um, a listing, a job listing for the Breakfast Club. They officially put it out online so you can apply online for a position on the Breakfast Club. 
and mm. they put this out right after um, it was alleged that the iHeart offices got raided. Now, I say alleged because I've been hearing conflicting reports. Some people say it got raided. Some people say that was a lie. So, I wasn't there. I don't know if it got raided or not um, firsthand. So, yeah. So, yeah. That... But that's what's going on now. If and then they then they said that he wasn't on the show either that day or the day after he wasn't on the show. So and he ain't been in the studio or some shit. But like they they usually since COVID they usually a uh, uh, film at home every yeah. now and again. So that's not abnormal. And then that um they also said that could just be bad timing because. They are still trying to fill Angela Gee's position, so that so it may have been for HR purposes that they had to put out the job listing, and it's just bad timing that it happened around this time. And then it could very well be because they are not going to renew DJ Envy's contract. <laughs> so, especially if he gets I, I don't see them doing it. Like I don't, I don't see them renewing it. If they renew it, then some things are definitely going to change. Because, like I said, Envy was co-signing Caesar heavy. He had him up to the Breakfast Club to be interviewed several times. So if they do continue to do business with Envy, some shit is going to change. They are not going to allow anything of the sort. They're going to have to do a better vetting process or not even or not even let them request for somebody to be interviewed or something like at the end of the day, some shit gonna change if they keep him. And that's a big if. Because if that shit got rated, I don't give a fuck who you are. Your your contract's not being renewed. And you might you might get fired. Like, but I can see I can see them not firing him just because they don't need to, they don't want to buy out his contract. I can just see them letting him run to the end of the contract. Unless he does get charged. If he get charged, that's something different. Um, your boy Seven says they keep trying to replace her. With these unfunny women and gay and trans people. Now, when B. Scott was up there, I think he was probably the best one outside of Jess Hilarious. But they have had um, a plethora of different types of people up there just to see what would stick, you know. But um, they had. Uh, when they had B. Scott, I, th- I think he changed the game, or she changed the game. I don't know her. I don't know B. Scott's pronouns, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, I th- I think B. Scott changed the game. Like she brought something different, but uh, and they and they did something different after after um, B. Scott was up there, but um, but yeah, um. I just I think I think they're just trying everybody to see what sticks. Straight, gay, in between, man, woman, in between, like they just trying everything. I, I yeah, yeah, I yeah, they they do but something about the man in me just just has to recognize some of the um bullshit that DJ Envy and Charlemagne do. Like I get it. Like I get it, funny's funny, mm-hmm. you know. 
you know, that's just, I'm not downplaying anything, but some things are just over the top, like, not even funny. Like the gay stuff that be between Charlamagne and um, Envy? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they probably took it one joke too far. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it, it, it just not even funny anymore. Like, I get it. Like, I don't mind, you know, you saving face by bringing um, uh, people in that, uh, in that uh, community in there because uh, they supposed to be assertive in there because, I mean, at the end of the day, um, all of us, no matter what we are, we are humans and, like, all humans supposed to be involved in everything. Mm-hmm. But, like, sometimes when you be... When you do that, it's like it's uh, it's not a joke anymore. It's almost like you're making fun of people. Yeah, right, right. Because I'm because like my sexual orientation is not the butt of your joke. So I get that. Yeah, yeah, I get that. So your boy Seven says on October 18, 2023, not twenty years ago, <laughs> the United States Attorney Office announced that iHeartMedia office was raided after a business partner of DJ Envy was arrested. On a federal wire fraud charge. Um, so where did you get that from? So that's what I'm saying. Like I, I hear things back and forth. And I did hear from a reputable place that it was rated. I think it was like was it the New York Times? It was it was mm. some it was some publication out of New York that said it. But I just I hear back and forth. But um but yeah, but yeah, I'll be I would be curious to know exactly um, where where you got that from, but um, but yeah, um, it's just it's just a crazy it's a crazy 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 scenario, and like I said before, you will be a diabolical person if all this stuff is true and he really was taking these people's money and. He knew their stories because I'm sure he would sit down and have conversations with them because you got to you got to gain somebody's trust to even get their money. And I'm sure that he was sitting down having a conversation with them, knowing their story and whatnot. And then I to me, I don't feel like he made matters no better. Him coming out and doing that live after he got um, released from jail, you know, that live, he was talking about all the people that he's helped and all all these people um, that are turned on him and how he he's thanking only a couple of people that um, he's uh, that are still sticking around and and I'm just like you're not doing anybody no favors doing this video like do you have any lawyers that are consulting you because this is crazy so but yeah I would um, we would definitely be keeping an eye out on this because this is this is one crazy situation. So yeah. Um do you have I mean, any- Sorry <laughs> to cut you off. Um, no, even, um not to say it is, it's a crazy situation. It's the thing of I mean just to keep it real, but everybody is listening to us right now. I mean we're just we're just watching scammers. Yeah. It is. It's a goddamn scam. Um, DJ Envy is a goddamn scammer. I mean, that's just what it is. I hate to say it like that because um, um, I was listening to Lindsay. Um, 
but and it has to be uh, this has to be told like you know um my main focus and the thing that i really uh think about is um it's cool to be uh a nigga that like finesse niggas for like millions of dollars all right cool i give you that because them fuck them niggas because they rich that's how you think all right that's cool I don't even want to talk about them. I want to talk about the motherfuckers that, like, they were investing, like Lindsay said. Um, people were investing their, their, everything that they had into this. People ain't rich. DJ Envy is trying to act like he a victim. Right. DJ Envy is rich. Yeah, you're not a victim. And, it's, no, and no. like, when he does interviews, it sounds like he is trying to stick trying to stay close to Caesar to get his money back and then everybody else can get their money. So um yeah. your boy seven said Google. So I went to Google and the it's still conflicting reports. Like it's crazy because like Yahoo News says they got rated. Then hip hop DX says that they weren't rated. Then TMZ says they weren't rated. Then the Daily Mail says they were rated. Then all hip hop says that DJ Envy's attorney denies the raid. Like it's it's so many conflicting reports. I can't. Um, your boy Seven says probably promised wifey that he'll get so much money if she ain't leave him for cheating. <laughs> probably get so much money if she ain't leave if she didn't leave him for cheating. <laughs> it, I mean, it's possible. Um. Yeah. Um, that's another thing, like with it in regards to his wife. So, um DJ Envy like showers his wife with gifts, right? That's common knowledge. Um, one thing that he does, I guess he does like um a gift every day in December leading up to Christmas. And she posts. She posts a lot. And apparently she's taken everything down that he has gifted her. From her page, I don't know if that's true because I didn't go to her page. I don't really care for his wife, so I didn't go to her page to look. But I don't follow her, and then you know, I, I'm still, uh, I'm still on the whole uh, aspect of um, if you want to fuck, uh, if you want to fuck Tyrese, just say that. Don't don't make it seem like this man was <laughs> this man was leading you on. I I just. It, whatever. It, yeah. <laughs> I digress. Right. Yeah. I mean, any. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah. yeah, like that. Um, that's supposed that's supposed to be a thing that she's taking down all the gifts and stuff like that, which is possible. You know, you don't want to be flaunting all these lavish gifts and stuff in people's faces when they lost their whole um savings behind a business partner of your husband so i get it makes sense to me but yeah we'll be following this story of course because it has a whole lot of twists and turns we've been finding shit out like daily because yeah it's a lot excuse me um so another situation with some allegations it's a lot of allegations this episode uh so the Department of Justice is looking into the NBA for um, 
sabotage against who you ask? Ice Cube's big three um, be, uh, basketball organization. That is no threat to the NBA whatsoever. But what are your thoughts on this? Um, for you saying um, that it's no threat, um, I will say it is a big threat um, just because um, what the NBA is looking at. The NBA is looking at um, they're able to pay um, certain people enough amount of money that they pay niggas on the bench. So they don't want to start losing bench players. There are a whole, whole, whole lot of people that can play ball. A whole and lot. have dreams of being in the NBA. Yeah. Their whole lives. I think, I honestly think that people would take a position right in the bench in the NBA before going overseas or being in the big three or anything like that. Like, I really don't, I don't look at it like they're a threat to the point where they need to sabotage. Now They don't need to sabotage because they're not a threat that way. Yeah. What I'm saying is this is what ha- this is what's happening. They're looking at it and they're thinking, um, hey, because some of the bench players are actual stars. If you, if you actually think about it, a lot of bench players go overseas and then they end up making a lot of money for themselves. But the first thing they do is they go to the NBA and they make the NBA money. Mm-hmm. Uh, the thing about the big three is um, the big three uh, could be one of those stepping stones that they don't want to uh, um, even uh, 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 come across. Because the big three, because they're actually playing with um, actual uh, NBA uh, guys, even if they retired or semi-retired, they still are playing with these caliber of players. So they can skip the whole thing about um, um, going to the G League and all that and just uh, go and and do big, uh, big three. And if y'all don't see me in the NBA, I can always go overseas. So it's, it's always a way to just backpedal the shit out of them. Like, if this is just me in my mind frame, if Ice Cube played it like without them, if, if he knew they were sabotaging like that, I would just be like, yep, I'm getting all of the great fucking um, uh, dope ass uh, young boys that that's on the bench and I'm going to start uh, bringing them in, paying them the same thing. And, and eventually if, if, if after three years, if they don't get their big contract, I'm going to make sure they get a big contract overseas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I, I'm, I'm a really compete like that, but that's just me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause I saw, I saw the G league being brought up as well before and um that's what they were saying like that's where the threat is because they would rather them go to the g league instead of going to the big three like the nba would so and and i get that as well but um i don't think i don't i just don't think i don't think that they should have i don't think they should they should be sabotaging it like it's not that big of a threat no you're not supposed to sabotage them yeah. It's supposed to be. It's supposed to be all fair and love and war. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And I feel like the NBA, I feel like the NBA is like second to none. And it's going to be second to none for a long time. Yeah. Everybody's yeah. gonna feel like they can be elite enough to go to the league. Like I don't um like um, you know, everybody that you knew that had bat that that played basketball growing up, they all had these um great plans of going to the league. Yeah. And they never made it. Right. And you know that that put a staple on everybody, and then you know that's when street ball came up, and street ball was making money. And then when the NBA seen street ball was making money, you know what they did? They just they just start fucking absorbing that shit. So that's mm-hmm. where we got the G League from. Mm-hmm. So if you know this as an individual, what I do, you got to start hitting that shit from the jump, like like the M one niggas was trying to do. They was trying to get college players to go ahead and go to street ball. So, you know what I'm saying? So they can uh, make a way about themselves. And if you wanted a super big contract, you would go overseas. Yeah. It's the same thing that, you know what I'm saying? The big three can do this. And the NBA sees this. That's why they try to sabotage it. But the truth of the matter is, it's always going to be something that grows up against the NBA. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and um, yeah, and so um, cause like Ice Cube apparently has been saying this for a while now, so now it's falling on ears to to investigate. So they are um investigating, and we shall see. We shall see what the outcome is. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if the DLJ comes back and says that. Nothing is going on. No foul play is indicated. I wouldn't be they surprised. They can say that. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised. It, and I and I wouldn't be surprised if that's a lie. <laughs> so right. But know? we gotta we we have to remember. And I tell everybody because it, it might not be the big three, but it's gonna happen. Remember, the ABA used to be bigger than the NBA. Point. So, Point. just, just, just look how everything is getting played out, and knowing like it's gonna be one enemy you can't defeat. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we shall, we shall see, we shall see. But the killer part is, is that like the comments and stuff that I was seeing, um, online is more about. Ice Cube as a person instead of what the situation is. Because, you know, he um, <laughs> he has not um, been a favorite lately. Yeah, so, I mean, I get it. But I, I would, get it, but yeah, I get it, but I would never, I would never slander Ice Cube. Absolutely the fuck not. The fuck? Yeah, I'm not everybody, and everybody doesn't think like me. Right. But anywho, um, so yeah, um, another allegation. Just go ahead and get all the allegations out the way. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I'm gonna have to pull this shit up. So, um, Trey Songz <clears throat> has alleged. That, uh, no, 
he has not. He has not alleged. It's been alleged. It's been alleged against him that because uh, so he has another lawsuit coming because um, of sexual assault. Um, he has been accused. That's the word that I wanted. He has been accused of um, sexually assaulting two women back in 2015. Um, they have not criminally charged. Um, what's his name? Trey Song, but. Not you're not gonna what's his name, Drake. I know, right? It's horrible. Um Yeah, your boy seven says that's where the Sixers came from. They joined with the NBA. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, back to Trey Songs, they have not um criminally charged him. They have um they have sued him for this assault that um supposedly happened in twenty fifteen. So the way the assault goes, or the way the story has been told, rather, is that Trey Songs um, had a party where these women attended, and it was a house party. And at the house party, they were, um, here you go. I'll just read it. Hold on. Okay. This is from the Neighborhood Talk. Neighbors, at this point... More than just the neighbors know Trey Song's name, and for all the wrong reasons. According to TMZ, he is being sued by two women who claim they passed out at his house party, only to wake up to him forcing himself on them with non-consensual sex. The women claim the alleged incident happened in 2015. He met the women at a concert, and they were reportedly invited to his home afterwards. Upon arrival, the women said they had to give a password to get in and hand over their cell phones. The attendees of the house party were mostly women, and the alleged victims claimed they were pursued they were pressured to drink. The women claimed Trey ushered them from a couch to his bedroom upstairs where they passed out with their clothes on. They say they woke up naked to him forcing himself on them. More specifically, giving one of them head despite her resisting it. The other woman claims she woke up to Trey biting her nipple and forcing his fingers into her vagina. They claim they were kicked out when they refused to shower with him afterwards. You are little fucking girls. Get the fuck out of my house. This isn't the first time Trey's been accused of this type of behavior. So, what are your thoughts? <laughs> My thoughts are this. We should have believed um, Kiki Palmer a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Trey Songz. I'm not going to be that type of person that's going to um, try to throw somebody under the bus or uh, try at the same time to justify what he did. All of these are alleged charges. Yeah. But it's plenty of alleged charges. And so I would be um, wrong to say um, some of this ain't true. So with that being said, 
I can say wholeheartedly that Trey Songz is going to end up going to jail. <laughs> because if it is so many things coming up, even if half of these things are lies, the other half ain't. Okay, like if you if you, if you subscribe to the ideology of there when there's smoke there's fire, then yeah. Um now me laughing, I'm sorry. Um I was glancing at some of these comments. So cause this one now some okay, like some of some of the situations uh do sound bad. This one don't sound bad. I'm sorry. This one doesn't sound bad. Doesn't sound like a bad time. But no means no. If you didn't want it, you didn't want it. So I, I get it. That's if this is true. I, I, this, is, this is pretty far-fetched. Because my whole thing is, is that why hasn't he criminally been charged? Why are y'all going straight to the lawsuit? Why don't, I mean, is there a problem with doing both? Like, I don't you know I will say because you know you're not gonna he's not gonna be charged if he goes sexually because they're gonna it's gonna be a bunch of lawyers that's gonna play up that this is Trey Songs, this is a sex symbol, and they're just looking for something. Yeah. So it has never survived in like um criminal court. Civil court, though, it'll totally survive because what ends up happening is what you see now. It's a bunch of people coming out, not even pressing lawsuits, but just saying he is that type of person. Mm-hmm. So it's a better way for you to win. I get, I get civilly, yes, it's a better way for you to win, but nobody has charged him criminally. Not one time. Not one. And that's the part that that's the part that I'm getting lost on. You know? Because all it takes is one conviction to send you to jail. You know? And we see what they did with um, what's his, what's his name? Bill Cosby. You know what I mean? So, we see what they did with yeah, R. Kelly. When you say that, you have to think about Look how long it took for them to do that for to Bill Cosby. Yeah, because they had to, they had to really run the finesse to to get that. You know what I'm saying? They really ran the finesse to get Bill Cosby. But um, but yeah, but I'm just my point is that it just takes one one person situ one person situation to get a conviction, and not one person has come forward to charge him criminally. So, if, I mean, that's a lot of side eye that this is bringing up. You know, and I'm not, and I'm not saying that because I'm a fan. I'm just saying that just being realistic, you know. It, you, I you, get have, it. you have to side eye it when everybody is going for the money. I get it. I understand and then that. Year, and then it's years later, and 
you and the part the part that sucks about that is that if you are a victim, there's no nobody can tell you how to how to act as a victim. But it does it does cause a lot of question when the shit happened almost ten years ago. And now you're coming forward and you're only coming forward civilly. It just it's a it's a lot it's a lot to question about this. It it really is. Um, I get what you're saying, cuz I get what you're saying hundred percent. At the same time, the only thing I will interject on that is some people um are in certain situations where they know maybe statute of limitations is up for a criminal charge. But um, if I got enough backing, if I got enough people to say this is the type of dude he is, this gonna, you know what I'm saying? It, it's gonna stick. It's gonna it, it's gonna put it a stain on his record. Um, you know, it doesn't. You know what I'm saying? Some people just look for the small win, and and, and not saying like in in this situation, like I'm saying, I'm not saying these is all alleged charges. So I'm not saying um Trey Songz is this type of guy. What I'm saying at the same time, though, is, hey, man, we heard this shit from a uh, 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 fucking Kiki Palmer years ago. But I'm still confused on what we heard from her because she said sexual intimidation. What exactly is sexual intimidation? Wherever her interpretation is. But I never was clear on what her interpretation was. Like I was always like I'm I'm maybe I'm by myself, but I was always confused on that story. Cause I'm like, how does somebody sexually intimidate you into being in a music video? How do you sexually intimidate somebody? Like I've I'm so I'm still. You have to ask Trey Songs because I don't know. Yeah, he probably was confused too. Because uh. like, I, I mean, like I, I never heard that term. And if we, and if we want to paint a picture, it was around the time when Kiki Palmer was doing some weird shit. So it was. But it's like all the weird shit ended when this came out. And not to say that what she was saying was wrong, because I don't believe that what she was saying was wrong. I'm just confused on what she was saying. Because she didn't go, like, with, as far as the sexual intimidation is concerned, she didn't really go into particulars on what he did. Because, again, how do you sexually intimidate someone and then how do you sexually intimidate someone into being in a music video the world I mean, that's one of those things if we ever get kinky farmer on the show you're gonna have to ask her yeah i'm gonna, I'm gonna put that on the list of things to ask because i'm, I'm so but you know what let's google hey google 
they're fine. Sexual uh, intimidation. How the hell are you spell intimidation? You said what? How are you spell intimidation? You talking to a nigga with a Southeast education. <laughs> I barely know how to spell Southeast. <laughs> okay. You spell it with an I, first off. Oh. <laughs> okay, what does it mean? Okay, the term sexual intimidation incorporates the definition of sexual harassment and means threatening or emotionally distressing conduct based on sex, alluding but not limited to non-consensual recording of sexual activity or the distribution of such recordings. Okay. So, your boy Seven says, whip it out. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I feel you, Seven, like, nowadays, it's like, yeah, it's like, as soon as you, and you pull it out, and they, and as soon as you pull it out, they be like, all right, this is not what I signed up for, and then all of a sudden, you got a lawsuit coming. Yeah. Okay, so, then it says, what is an example of sexual intimidation? Spreading sexual rumors, standing close to someone, displaying images of a sexual nature, unwanted physical contact of a sexual nature, for example, brushing up against someone or hugging, kissing, or massaging them. Okay. Okay, so now that makes sense. So, yeah, she went through all that. Okay, that makes sense. Because, yeah, what she was saying was like he was trying to, like, convince her into being in the music video. So, I guess... He was using his sex appeal to convince her to be in the video. Mm-hmm. So that would be sexual intimidation. Yep. All right. So I have learned something new today. And now I am cut off. I am no longer needing to learn anything else for the rest of the day. Yep. See, there you go. I hit my uh-huh. quota. <laughs> all right so yeah so that's the um that's the situation with uh trey songs now um did you want to hear some of the comments i mean we can but i mean i i for me i i, I don't give a fuck like <laughs> i just think uh trey is going to end up going to jail just like everybody else yeah well he i mean he got to be charged for if he keeps this up, excuse me. Yeah. Okay, so I'll tell you one comment. Um, this person says Trey Songs must have been trying to buy Tubi. Wow. 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 <laughs> oh dear. All right. So he fair. Trey Songs definitely needs to own a part of Tubi. <laughs> It is definitely his genre. I think his movie just got on Tubi too. That Blood Brother movie. Yeah. I think it just got on Tubi. If not Tubi, it's on one of them streaming apps now. But I just saw that they added it. 
and it's a movie but yeah moving on <laughs> um let's see so um next up uh jada jada pickett smith uh-huh. so, <laughs> so jada pickett smith has um released her um uh, memoir um last week and it's called uh worthy and um leading up to the release of the book she has um said several things about several instances which we talked about on the previous episode but um with the book being out now the book has been out for almost almost a week and it is a new york times bestseller despite a lot of people saying that they weren't going to purchase it but it did not live up to the hype and on several different lists it's not ranked as high as they thought it would be um excuse me are you surprised no yeah I'm not surprised either. Because it's like, what else can you tell us? You can tell us anything. And a lot of the shit that you told us, we don't care about. So, then there's that, you know? I mean, one thing I will say is, and I'm not going to take anything I've ever said about Jada Pinkett Smith back. Um, before I even uh, go on this, because every everybody knows how I feel. Um, I've said this on plenty, uh, plenty of our shows, and I'm going to stand to this um, to the end of my dying day. Even if I talk to her, I respect her as a lady, but I'm always stand um, of, on what I feel. At the same time, I say this, I will say this: I am so, so, so. Apologetic, Miss uh, Miss Jada, because what I didn't understand was you ain't the only snake in the goddamn house. Hear what I'm saying before y'all uh, say whatever y'all want to say about this. Jada is a narcissist. True enough. But Will not only is a narcissist, but he's also a very conniving uh, manipulator. And that is a villain individual. And the only reason why I say that is you think about this. The devil's only trick was proving that he did not exist. That's the only trick the devil ever pulled for real. Everything else you heard from the devil, it was the truth. It was what it was going to be. The only thing he, the only trick that he ever showed people is that he didn't exist. He made people think that it wasn't real. Mm, okay. Um, Will Smith is, is, is the best devil reincarnated. If you think about it, um, they have, been really really they have been divorced basically you can you can say whatever you want to say these motherfuckers ain't been fucking with each other since 2006 fucking team yeah he played he and he 
continued to play the simp role to build sympathy. Knowing that I'm not even with this bitch. Mm. Like, I don't think nobody's really paying attention to that. Even when they ask him for a response, this nigga faked the TikTok sneezing, saying he was out of the fucking country. This nigga don't give right. a fuck about what's going on with this bitch. He was. He was um going in Antarctica. Yeah, he doesn't give a fuck about what's going on with this bitch. She can do whatever. She can say whatever. And I feel like the reason why Will is doing this is because Will stuck to the goddamn script. Yeah. You went off course, so now you feel and understand and 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 uh, hear the rapture that I felt this whole time of everybody calling me a simp. Yeah. Like, now you get it. Now, like, now you get the United. You understand that? Boom. And I'm cool, bitch. And the thing is, um, it's cheaper to keep her anyway. So, yeah, you can say all this, but you still under the... I, I'm, I'm still not having to pay you out. I'm just still just taking care of what I've been taking care of. So, no one's looking at that like I'm looking. I'm like, shit, fucking Will Smith is a diabolical-ass nigga. So, you think all roles lead to Will? Like, Jada is completely innocent? Jada is not completely innocent. Mm-hmm. But, you're not going to keep blaming Jada. You're not going to keep calling Will a simp because that nigga is not a simp at all. No, no, I don't I don't think he's a simp. Um. Uh, your boy Seven says um, the greatest tr- trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he doesn't exist. Yep. Exactly. That's, exactly. Somebody said that in a song too. I forgot which song it was, but anyway, um, yeah, um, no, like, and then this is the killer part about the situation is that like they've been telling us that they weren't together. You know, they just didn't put a date on it until she did that interview. You know? Yep. But they've been they've been telling us. Um I just and and like the stuff that was like, you know, world shattering news that people were acting like, it's like that stuff wasn't news. Like, we already knew that stuff. Like Everybody was tripping because she said Tupac had alopecia. If you watched the Dear Mama docu-series that FX put out several months ago, you would know he had alopecia. She did not she did not break that news. Um, yeah, that wasn't breaking news. Yeah. And uh and they went into detail why he had alopecia, which is saying the same thing she said. Um then uh like the only thing they which furthermore really... tells me, I'm sorry to cut you off, Lance, yeah. but furthermore tells me this bitch ain't got alopecia. She just want to be. What now? She just want to be a part of. The shit. She just, she just wants to be like yeah, showing to nigga. I got the same diagnosis, nigga. Yeah, and see that's the that's the only thing that I don't agree wholeheartedly with Jada on whether you together or not why are you 
why are you playing into this man's insecurity about your relationship with Tupac? It's like she hurt keep, people hurt people. Yeah, but it's like she keeps doing it and it's like even even if even if like she's hurt, he's not he's not publicly hurting you. Yeah. You know what I mean? But this is the, this is the thing. This is this is um how you separate um different individuals like like you said, um, everything that she's talking about right now, they've been telling us. Only a handful of us was able to like actually understand what was going on. The thing that um, a lot of people, what goes over a lot of people's heads was, because it went over my head for a minute until, um, until this shit came out, and then I actually started realizing some shit. Will Smith has been single-handedly dropping Jews like on her, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, showing how much of a piss-poor bitch she is. Like, but we didn't know they wouldn't they, they didn't fuck with each other, so you thinking, like, you know, it's just one of those things where they just have this, this type of open relationship where they can actually like, talk about each other. Like, no! Like, we talk about Jada's memoirs because it flopped. Like, if you really think about it, yeah, it was supposed to flop because Will already been said this shit. Mm-hmm. That's another thing that like, somebody pointed out as well. Like, Will been talking too, and he's not yeah, getting Will a fraction ben said of the this hate. Shit. Yeah, but he's not getting a fraction of the hate that she's getting for talking. You know why he's not getting a fraction of the hate? It's because he didn't publicize it. He I, like, well, he publicized it by putting it in a book, but he didn't even talk about that book in detail like that. Yeah. Yeah. You would have to know, you you would you would literally have to read the book to really understand what was going on. If you never read the book, you would have never knew about their life. Yeah. 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 I I agree. Cause like even like the people that I know that have read it. Um, they they tell me stuff that I haven't heard. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. But in the same breath, he's been talking like like not, nothing that she's really nothing that she's really said is um is like breaking news. Like I like I said before. So the fact no. that people are really on her head about it is wow. And then. People are now. People, I've seen this a lot because people are like, "Wow, now the slap really don't make sense." Well, to me, the slap makes sense still, because at the end of the day, that's still his wife. That's still the mother of his kid, of his kids, and you just disrespected her about something she's sensitive about. And furthermore, now that we know that after they officially uncoupled. Chris Rock tried to get at her. So that's all the more reason why I gotta smack the shit out of you. Now, me personally, I wouldn't have smacked the shit out of him. But you would have known not to ever fuck with her again. So, yeah. I, well, I get it. I understand. 
Mm-hmm. It is a hundred men that will agree with you. It's a thousand men that agree with you. It's a million men that agree with you. What I will say is this. If technically we have been separated since 2016, the powers that be, you know, the, the, the niggas that know the ins and outs, they knew this. Nigga, Chris wasn't the first one to shoot a shot at your bitch. But Chris is his friend. That I, I don't give a fuck what that is, you know what I'm saying, that you were even saying at that point, because everybody, I, I've been knowing ever since I was a kid, that on, celebrities only fuck with celebrities. So all these bitch ass niggas is your friends, quote unquote. Yeah. You know, I so, had this conversation and um, because I was like, well, what's the difference between August Alcina and Chris Rock? And I was like, there's a big difference between the two. It's a big difference. Yeah. One is that's your that that's your husband's associate. The another one is that's your kid's fucking friend. Yeah, but in the same breath, however, however she met him, it wasn't through Will. So, but when he was propositioned with this entanglement, he did say like, "Hey, what? Like what? You know, like." And she's like, "Hey, it's cool. You can talk to Will." And him and Will had a conversation, and Will said it was cool. We are not together. We it's cool. You know, it, but Chris Rock, instead of confirming, he just heard some shit. Instead of confirming, instead of having a, having a conversation with Will, who's supposed to be his friend. Now, I ain't saying they best buds or nothing like that, but they are friendly. So instead of having a conversation with him, like, hey, what's the deal? You know, is it open season, like, or not? Like, what? He goes and tries to holler at Jada. So, yeah. That there's there's differences between the two. You say that, but I'm gonna ask you this question. Mm-hmm. So say you know somebody, you know, quote unquote, you work with this person all the time, so they say that's your work friend. Because you have to understand with, with uh, Chris Rock and Will Smith, um, they're basically just work friends. They're not mm-hmm. real friends. I get that. So let's say, you know, your work friend, you watch your work friend go through a situation um, with a motherfucker that they fucked with that you was looking like, this nigga's fine. And then you find out that your work friend don't fuck with this nigga no more. And you see this nigga at a bar. Do you think you're not going to say nothing if he says something to you? No, I'm not. I mean, I'm gonna speak. I'm gonna be cordial and nothing like that. But as like try to holler at him, no, I'm not. I'm not saying you're gonna try to holler at him. I'm just saying you you don't think that's gonna like if if he throws it out there, you don't think it's gonna be a conversation. That's the same thing that fucking happened to Will and, and uh, Jada and Chris. She admitted as soon as she said, "Nah, this ain't what it is." He backed the fuck off. But he still shot his shot. That's what niggas do. Yeah, but you don't think Will That's would have a problem with that? That's the reason I hold no good. But you don't you think, said what? But you don't think Will would have a problem with that? 
That's not just we don't some know kid. That's his wife. Hold on, Lindsay. Before you, before we even go further, Will don't have a problem with his son's friend fucking his wife. Yeah, that's so somebody different. So no, Will shouldn't have a problem with that. That's somebody different. I don't have a relationship with my son's friend outside of, hey, how you doing? How's life? You want to go to Barbados with us as my but son's my friend? Son as a friend does. Like, yeah. Now the son is the one that should have the problem. The son is the one that should have the problem, not Will. No, Will's problem should be with his friend Chris, not with all. He's not Jay's my friend. Be, okay, work friend, associate, whatever you want to call Chris to Will. That's who his problem should be with, not August. Jaden's problem should be with August. How are you fucking my mom? Like, that's Stifler's mom. Like, come on. Like, that's where the problem should be. If we're talking about somebody having a problem with, agree with you. That's It should be a problem with Jaden. Yeah. Will, on the other hand, should understand, like, look. Okay, this is me just being on, on, on just me, on my, you know what I'm saying? Just me on my super arrogant. So I'm going to be on my super arrogant on this. Me, as a person, if I am Will Smith and I am the the fucking, uh, the business that Will Smith is, let me find out that Jasmine is fucking Karen's friend. Man, you got, what the fuck? What the fuck? Like, even if we split up, we don't even fuck with each other. Like, they wouldn't fucking with each other no more. Yeah. Even if we don't fuck with each other no more. Do you think I'm going to keep... Man, I'm not about to put you in high result. This is what you did? You didn't even try to get nobody to match my energy. You got somebody to match... Nigga, you changed this nigga's diapers. You wanted to get a nigga that associates with a motherfucker that you changed their diapers? You wanna you wanna associate yourself with that type of individual? Oh man, you got me fucked up. Like Yeah, I mean I'm I not agree. I don't play you. I ain't gonna talk silly to you or none of that shit. But yeah, now that I understand why Will don't give a fuck. I agree. It was it was it was not I mean, and I I mean I like August just as much as the next person, but it was definitely not an upgrade. However, I don't see that being as big of a problem as Chris Rock. Like, Chris Rock is an A-list celebrity, just like we're an A-list celebrity. So, yeah, I would see that being a problem. And I'm, we're friendly. We're friendly. So, yeah, I would okay. see And on top of that, you didn't even try to come to me to see if, if it was a, a rumor or if it was legit. You went straight to her to, to try to um, uh, backdoor and dirty mac and all that type of shit. Every, like, you tried it. You tried it. But that's but you know what? I'm gonna stop you right there because he didn't dirty Mac because Jada didn't say he dirty Mac. What I'm saying, okay. I, 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 and I'm only saying this as a man because you're looking at it as a woman. But I'm saying as a man, mm-hmm. that is not gonna bother me if I don't if I don't rock with her no more, and 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 another nigga shoots his shot if and and, and he gets her if he's on the same caliber or higher than me. I have no choice but to, you know what I'm saying, um, uh, 
uh, go ahead and uh, let that happen. Like, it's, it's just, for me as a man, it's like, nah, if the nigga's on the same level or the nigga's above, you know what I'm saying, where I was, like, what do I look like hating on this nigga for, you know what I'm saying, getting my bitch? I'm not even going to hate on a bum nigga for getting my bitch. I'm going to just look at my bitch stupid. But that's, you know what I'm saying, yeah, that's just me as a man. It's like, you can't hate on the bum. You, you can't do what? it. You can't hate on the bum. You can't do nothing but shake that bum can if he if he got your bitch. Exactly. Yeah. That, that, exactly. But you, but the same way you shake that bum's hand is the same way you shake that nigga's hand that's above you, or on your same level. You just be like, okay. Boom, if, if I did get her, not get her, know, if I did not have, if I did not have a relationship, absolutely. Like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna hate because that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to get somebody on my level or better. That's what you're supposed to do. However, that this is somebody that we're cool with. Like, damn. And all again, the all the bitches that we'll fuck with was not it was not Jada's friend. They was not Jada's I, I friend. I get that. I understand that. But you really have to, I keep saying, Lindsay, you really gotta understand that most of these rich people, their circle is the same circle. They all end up fucking with each other. We see this now, and and motherfuckers be looking at it like it's crazy. Like these motherfuckers just be fucking each other. Won't do, won't do, won't do, won't. But you gotta realize they're the only motherfuckers that can relate to each other. And I get it's that. It's a bunch of it's, it's a bunch of people on the back end that they can fuck with, but these are the only people that can actually relate to what the fuck these niggas is living. They they they. It's a circle that they stay in. I get that. I, I, I don't get me wrong. I do get that. I just don't agree with it being a friend. That's all. That's all. And I like I don't I don't agree I don't agree with it being a friend. And so I so I get the Will Smith part of it all. Um, and then I don't agree. Like I'm I guess I'm on Will's side. Like because I don't agree with the Tupac shit. Like you are like really like laying in thick with Tupac and you know this man has insecurities about Tupac. So we we all don't agree with that shit. Yeah. None of us agree with that shit. Like we can cut the air right then and there. Like that's the thing that is always going to um well I, well, I like I will always stand on and say Jada Pinkett is a bitch. Like <laughs> I will never ever not say that. Like yeah. no, just because you held a dead man over this, uh, 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 I don't give a fuck what Will used to do. I, what I'm saying is what Will has done for you. You still, you still held a dead man over him. Anytime my daughter writes a fucking letter to a dead man, I should have slapped you in your motherfucking face. Like yeah. <laughs> how dead the fuck you? Like yeah. I'm, I'm just, I mean, just mad saying like that, but yeah, nah. Yeah, that's just mad disrespectful. Nah. Like any anything anything around this motherfucker we can debate about, but that shit that's going too far. It's too far. That's just like, too far. Yeah, I, and I, I you just... keep she keeps doing it, and it's like, oh my god, let that man rest in peace. I didn't even know y'all knew each other when he was alive. Like I knew, I knew, I knew they knew each other. But um, the the thing in a nutshell is, 
this nigga is wherever he's at in the plane of existence he's in. Mm-hmm. Every time things like this come up, he just be like, why? Why? Like, bitch, nothing ever happened with us. Right. Like, <laughs> right. Nothing. Right. Like, that like, whole... That whole poem he wrote, she didn't even know about this shit till after he was dead. And if he never died, she probably would have never found out. So it's like, huh. It's like, exhausting. I, I, come on. I get, I get why Will is not, you know what I'm saying, um, giving a fuck about nothing that's happening. Except for that whole Chris Rock thing. But that was just, I think that was him. More and more, especially now that Jada came out with this. I think that's just Will being the dramatic person that he is, um, trying to save face. Also, um, just playing a role. I, I remember uh, a person said it. I can't remember um, who it was, but he said, "Man, every step Will Smith took, he said he seen every character that Will Smith ever played, so he knew, he knew how it was gonna play out." So he's a method actor. Yeah. He said every step he took, he knew. He said he knew when he took this step, this was what Will was. And he knew when he took this step, this is what Will was. All the way till he went up to Chris Rock, he knew exactly where Will was and where Will's mind was as an actor when it when, uh, when that happened. Like he was at that whole thing, he just played a character. And that character was someone that takes care of his wife. Little did we know. This nigga don't got a fucking wife right now. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Like, right. <laughs> so, yeah. This nigga played a whole role. He played a whole role for us and we feel for it. That's why I keep saying Will is a super fucking villain, y'all. Like, I, yeah, Jada's still Jada. She's a narcissist piece of shit. Like, <laughs> yes. But, like, oh, Will funny. ain't no different. That is crazy. Will ain't no motherfucking different. Because he made y'all believe he was a victim. Yeah. Yeah. That he is made, and I, I ain't even going to say y'all, I'm going to say us. Because he made me believe he was a victim at first. Mm-hmm. And now that I'm looking at it like, no, this nigga's not a victim. This nigga fucking, he's like fucking Batman. He, he put contingency plans into everything he's ever done in life. Yeah. So you want to know who else uh, is making the world think he's a victim? Funny Marco. Funny Marco is making the world think he is a victim. So, um, what has happened with Funny Marco? You like that segue? Boom, boom. I so. think that, that, uh, that was a good slide. Shout out to Funny Marco. Right, right. Dan City's Right. So, um, what has been going on with Funny Marco is that um, we all know that Funny Marco has a show on YouTube where he interviews people and he has a unique, well, is it unique? Um, he has a unique way of interviewing. He has a yeah, unique style. Yeah, yeah, it's unique. Okay. I'm going to stop you right there and I'm going to say it's unique, it's unique because what Funny Marco did, uh, Funny Marco actually changed the game because he, um, he started a trend. Um, that white people took over. And that was the mundane interview. Is, did he start it? I don't think he, I don't think it's 
originated from him, but he has uh, it made didn't it originate from him, but he yeah. started it on YouTube. He, he's he made started it, it on YouTube. He's made it possible. Yes. Okay. So, um, yeah. So, what what type of interviews these are are the type of interviews where um, you get asked questions that um, the whole point is to get a reaction out of you. And it's been working for him. Um, he he says it with a straight face. It's not um, it's not no joking matter. Even though he's a comedian, and I use that term loosely, um, he he says it. He's a content creator. Yeah, he's, he's a not comedian. a comedian. He's a content creator. Well, he he does do comedy. He His does name do is Buddy Marco. He's funny. He does do comedy though. He he'll be at the Improv next month. I so he does. But he's become, not a full comedian. Yeah, not, I, I will never. Right. I, I can never call him a full comedian until he actually sells out a show. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's a whole debate in itself because, like I said, I use the term loosely. But um, he's definitely a content creator. So, but yeah, so he has. Um, he's interviewed. Quite a few people, and he's been interviewed a couple of times as well. Um, one time when he got interviewed, the girl hijacked his style, and now she's interviewing A-list celebrities. But it's not about her; it's about him. So he, um, about a week or so ago, did an interview or released the footage of an interview that he did with Southside and G Herbo. Um, Southside is a producer. And he's worked with a whole bunch of people. And he's also um, Young Miami's daughter's dad. Um, G Herbo is a rapper. Don't ask me what song because I have no idea. I only know him from his internet antics in that he uh, is the reason why Ari Fletcher is a known name. And he is because he's her um, son's dad, and he is um, Fabulous' stepdaughter's kid's dad. So, yeah. And he also has um, charges that can get him a lot of years if he don't snitch. And from what I understand, he might fold. But it's not about his charges. It's not about um, Southside uh, baby mama either. This is about their interview with Funny Marco and how they pretty much pulled a you on you. Meaning that they took over Funny Marco's interview and um, pretty much punked him in the interview. Had him looking like a straight sucker. And um, yeah, they pulled like <laughs> it was just pretty much like before you get me with your bullshit ass questions, I'm going to get you. And I'm going to make you look like a sucker, which is what they did. Now, um, they uh, apparently they also broke his watch that was $30,000 during this um, interaction. But, um, yeah, so he released the interview nonetheless because it wasn't live or anything. So he released the interview. The internet went ablaze. The majority of the people taking his side. Me, I look at things differently, and I pretty much was like, 
I don't really like it's debatable on if they went too far, but I don't really see a problem with what they did because his like I said, his whole style is to get a negative reaction out of people. And that doesn't just start and stop with the interview. His claim to fame was to go into Walmart and cause hell with people to where they'd be ready to fight him. And he would have to be like, oh, it's it's a joke. It's a joke. It's a prank. So your whole claim to fame is getting negative reactions out of people. Um, He part and then he he went viral a couple of times. Um, One of the most famous times that he did this was in um, an Atlanta area Walmart when he came up on T.I.'s kids, King and Deja. And Deja was about to get with him. So, um, yeah. So he parlayed that into a a comedy career. And now he has this show where he interviews people. But, um, yeah, I went back and forth with a couple of people online about this. Because they show was like, you know, G Herbo and Southside was wrong. And I'm like, wrong where? Because you put out this energy in the world, you're gonna get it in return. I feel no way tired about it. I don't I don't. Yeah, and he from the town. Okay. He and he made the town look like some straight suckers. And that's and that's the fucked up part about it. Because how you allow because my whole thing is how you allow somebody to take over your show. And that's what separates the real journalists, the real interviewers, the real reporters from the fake. How you don't turn this into comedy. That's what separates the real comedians from the fake. You know what I'm saying? Because for you to just sit there and allow this shit to happen and then put it out and then try to put like statements with it and stuff like that. Like you, mm-hmm. you knew what you was doing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know what you was doing. You wanted you wanted to play the victim and you wanted to get that sympathy role. And it worked for you because that's exactly what happened. But because I don't see <laughs> it see it that way, I'm like, nah, nah, bruh. Like, cause a real journalist would have turned that around. A real interviewer interviewer would have turned that around. A real comedian would have turned that around. And you just let that shit happen. So that's what that's what the problem is when people don't like, you know, um, they just label themselves, oh, I'm a comedian, oh, I'm an interviewer, whatever, and they don't study their craft. Like there's no way that it like if Jamie Foxx still had in the Fox Hole when some shit like that happened on his show, there's no way that that outcome would have been the same. He would have been able to turn that around. Kevin Hart the same way on none of his platforms where he be interviewing people. If that sh- if something like that happened at Cold as Ice, you think that the outcome would have been the same? Absolutely not. But we're talking about the real comedians. We're talking about real interviewers that have like really studied and honed in on their craft. You know what I mean? Like there's countless examples of things going left, but people leaning into that and making making the outcome be something that is newsworthy. Like, you could 
you can pull up Diane Sawyer interviews. You can pull up, um, yeah, you can pull up the uh the interview Gail King did with R. Kelly. You know what I'm saying, like <laughs> Robert, Robert, Robert. You know what I'm saying. So like, it just it annoys me. It annoys it it and it goes back to a gripe and a soapbox that people get on, which I'm probably one of them. How people can just label themselves something and not study. And they and they feel like they're on the same level with somebody that's probably gotten degrees or certificates or licenses in this shit. Like a hairdresser like a hairdresser versus a cosmetologist. You know what I mean? So it just yeah, I just I was just like outdone. Like especially with people's like people's reaction. Like, are y'all serious? Are y'all do y'all even know who y'all talking about here? You know, so that is Well, I mean, you said a whole handful, cause um, hey, it's been it's been a while. Had to get off my chest. Yes, been a while. What I will say is this: Uh, I understand what Funny Marco was trying to do. You know, uh, because Funny Marco is not that type of guy that um wants the uh controversy of um trying to be out here and fake like he's uh he's tough when he know he really's not um so i get that um i mean i understand that but it ain't even about that you said what i said it ain't even about that you ain't got to be tough to uh command respect Get your get your um your interview together. You know what I mean? I get that. I get that. Let me finish. Okay. Um with uh funny Marco being the person that he is. Also funny Marco being the person that he is, um trying to uh I guess quote unquote break yourself into um the industry. I, I understand how uh, he can be conflicted at that at, at that moment. Uh, so I'm not I, I can't downplay him. One, I can't downplay him because he's from the city. Um, so I am I always big up the city forever. Um, second play is I, I just know what it is. Um, I, I've seen a lot of uh, dudes like him. Um, Growing up, eventually they uh, eventually they know how to put their uh, head down like an ostrich, but until then, like you know, they kind of just like um, try to play the role because they don't want to they don't want to be in the level of someone thinking they're gonna retaliate or someone gonna uh, think they um, gonna act tough because these niggas ain't tough. At the same time, I say that I say. Every uh, most niggas I know from the town ain't gonna go for that. I'm not gonna go for that. Um, most niggas in the world, even uh, comedians or just hosts for that matter, they're not gonna go for that. And, and I ain't saying that like they're gonna get physical or gonna uh, um, act an ass or uh, start a problem. 
they're gonna they're gonna be able to control the situation. I don't think I don't think Funny Marco actually knew in that situation that you could still like hold your ground and be funny at the same time. I think he was, he was more like realizing like how this shit was becoming chaotic and becoming a problem. He didn't, um, you know, it, it's overwhelming sometimes for uh, somebody to like take the lead and like go for it. Me personally, it would have never happened. Like the moment I'd have seen shit switch up, I would have switched up as well. Mm-hmm. I would downplay on Funny Marco. Uh, again, I keep saying that and I always say there's no downplay on it. But when you see your South Side switch up, you should have switched up too. You. My thing is, I would have been on, I would have been on Southside's ass because Southside sounds like he was Jeffing, and I'm not saying mm-hmm. Southside was Jeffing on any given Sunday because I don't know this man, so I ain't gonna say that's his m uh, his his mo. But what I what I will say as a nigga from the town, if I'd have seen you switch up like you did and start riding this nigga's coattails, I would have said you was you was Jeffing, you was sucking dick, like. Like, I, I, I would have put it right. Y'all call me a bitch-ass nigga way more than, you know what I'm saying, that I'm I'm cool with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they so made, they, they, it is definitely debatable that they went too far because the name calling him throwing the cup and all that type of stuff, yeah, that, that's debatable that they went too far on that, you know. But they knew they can get that shit off because of the, what you, the energy that you were portraying, you know what I mean? So and that's and that's the thing. It's like you know because he's not that type of character. Like um, I don't know Funny Marco personally or nothing. I don't think because we from the same city, everybody know each other. That's a complete lie. Yeah. I don't know this don't nigga know. from a can. I I don't know him from a can of paint. What I do know is it is people that I know that knows him, and he's not that type of individual. Like and that's. I'm not down, like, at the same time, I'm not downplaying him. I'm not saying he a bitch-ass nigga. I ain't saying he soft. None of that shit. I'm just saying everybody that um, said that they know him that I know, mm-hmm. they, they they say, like, that's not, a Funny Marco is not a, con- uh, he, he's not a confrontational type of guy. That's not him. And you, and you can very well not be that type of guy. I'm not saying that you had to be that type of guy. But there is a way that you could have handled that energy without it coming to blows. Like the end result shouldn't have shouldn't have never been what it was. You know what I mean? Whether yeah, whether you're a confrontational person or not, you could have let it be known that this is not how this is gonna go down. Or with you being a comedian, you could have flipped that shit. It could have been a laughable moment. You could have turned them into some straight clowns. I mean, that's the thing. It's like the more and more you look at it, the more and more you like it could have been avoided. Like when I look at it, I'm like, for instance, uh, I, I would never, they would have never walked out of there uh, alive. I would have skinned them niggas alive. Like I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have been on no extra, like, you know, not, not no cup, no tough guy shit, but like, Definitely, if I seen where they was trying to be, uh, I would have been on them heavy. 
Oh, like, yeah. it's easy to be on a rich nigga heavy. It's easy to be on a rich nigga heavy because rich niggas, nowadays, most of these niggas be insecure as fuck. Oh, yeah. And I ain't, that's not, I ain't saying Southside or G Harbo is insecure or none of that. I'm just saying, when you in a situation like that, like, oh, nah, you 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 start downplaying on what, you know what I'm saying? You you start playing them like they playing you. Mm-hmm. Nigga, they, they telling you to your face. They called you bitch-ass niggas. They telling you they giving you more respect than you were due. You supposed to be on their head. Mm-hmm. Right, right. That could have been that could that could have been a situation that would have went down in history for a totally different reason. Like you could have been solidified with your um where you where with your bearings and where you are as a comic, you know, from the yeah. interview. You know what I mean? And yeah. The fact that that did not happen is like, what? What are we doing here? What are we doing here? How can anybody take you seriously after that? Cause all they gotta do is just come in there and sign you right quick, and you shut the fuck up. Like that—that's—that's that's crazy to me. And then, and then on top of that, and it's just—it's a doggy dog world. You put out that energy, that energy is gonna come back to you eventually, and it came back to you in Southside and G Herbo. Really, more so in G Herbo because, like you said, G Her- uh, Southside switched up once G Herbo got on the scene. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he switched up. Like, he was, he was, like, Southside would have been cool with the whole fucking interview yeah. and just would have went with it. Like, he would have just went with the flow. Um, he totally, it, it, it reminded me of when, like, uh, like you, like the niggas you knew to play sports, like the niggas you knew to play basketball. It was a nigga that was off the bench. They used to always talk shit, but he was cool with everybody until the star player came through. And then whatever the star player said, he was just riding with. Right. That was the shit I seen. Um, and I, I, I don't care what if y'all are uh, Southside fans or G Harbo fans or whatever. This is what I see. I'm not, I ain't downplaying any of them niggas and saying they less than, mm-hmm. but what I'm saying is, that's the shit I see. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was the shit that I seen as well. But that's the situation, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not uh, advocating for some, anybody to hate them or anything like that. I just thought it was a fucked up situation, but not for the same reasons that everybody else thought. <laughs> So yeah, um, but yeah, so that's that's funny, Marco. Um, shout out to funny Marco. Yeah, shout out to him. Uh, yeah. So next up is um, Cynthia G. So you can uh, go on ahead and tell us about Miss Cynthia G. Okay. Um, I'll be right back. Quick, we've been going, we, we, we've been riding for a while. So let me make this quick about Cynthia G. Um, Cynthia G is uh, one of those individuals that um, downplays black men for quote unquote being betas. I'm not going to say she's right and I'm not going to say she's wrong. But what I will say is um, 
she talks about beta uh, black males, but she downplays every black male. Um, this has been her MO. This is how she uh, runs through. Um, she even has some coarse words about uh, Kevin Samuels. And it's crazy that she had coarse road, uh, words for Kevin Samuels because she actually does the same thing, but to little effect, like no effect that he, uh, that, that Kevin was causing, she was ever uh, able to move. But that's nor here nor there. I digress. What I'm saying is this woman has been a black man hater for a while. And now we find out that she has been totally kicked off of, uh, not totally kicked off. Um, she had a page, her page kicked off of Facebook because of hate speech. I still want to um, um, put in your ear that I'm telling you, this is a woman that lives off of downplaying black men. And she got demonetized and X'd off of her page for that shit. It doesn't matter when it came out. I don't care if it came out in 2001. I don't care if it came out in 2010. All I'm saying is in 2023, whatever they pulled up in her archives made them say she's got to go. Not only do not only are we pulling this off, she got to be demonetized. Like that is it's wrong for you to do a black woman like that, but at the same time, I get it because this black woman was actually causing more harm than she was doing good. Yeah. Um you know, um, like like we said before we went live, um, if they took Fresh and Fit off for what they were doing, then it's it's only fair to take Cynthia G off for what she was doing. Um, yeah. I wasn't I wasn't a fan of anything, but from what I saw of hers, it really was like she was just she was just halo. Like some some people have done her wrong to the point where she said f everybody you know so and now she's no longer on and um the manosphere and the red pill movement they're all rejoicing and it, but this is the whole thing it's like you don't you don't prescribe to your own medication this is this is the thing that um fucks everybody up that's why it's so hard for us to have black leaders now mm -hmm. because um, nine, nine times out of 10, most of our black leaders don't even subscribe to the things that they're telling you to do. That's true. Cynthia, That's true. Cynthia G was an individual that told you stop fucking with betas, stop fucking with simps, stop fucking with, with men that don't know what they want in life. All that time she was telling you that, you know what she was doing? Raw dog and a nigga that didn't know what he was going to do with himself. So she's shooting y'all down like y'all did the total wrong thing in the world. 
when she was actually doing the same fucking thing. Well, she was speaking firsthand, I guess. <laughs> she was speaking from firsthand. Not only, <laughs> but that's the thing. But that's that doesn't make it right. It's like that's like when your mom, but like, well, not your mom, but like, mm. or my mom, or anything of that nature. But you know, that's like when moms tell you daddy ain't shit because daddy on crack, but at the same time. Mama is in there shooting lines and playing dominoes. Hey, that's because she's classy based and she's not going to smoke crack. She makes too much money to ever smoke it. Crack is wack. Yeah, you got excuses. <laughs> you, you got excuses like all of the other people <laughs> in the world who are bullshit. <laughs> but yeah. It's still bullshit. It's still, you can't call the kettle black if you're the pot. I guess not. Yeah. You can't. It just is what it is, y'all. Everybody is in the same accord. This is this is the problem that I'm having with, with certain things, especially when it comes to this situation. Mm-hmm. It's like everybody is quick to have this type of ideal about you know what I'm saying about, uh, about people and then when shit like this hits the fan then everybody makes an excuse up no stick to your fucking guns it's no excuse about it yeah. it's, it, it can't make excuse it, it's the same shit yeah. and not only is she like demonetized but she also has a um, a GoFundMe right now so, yeah, sounds like this was her um, her bread and butter. And this, this, I'm sorry to cut you off. This is the same lady that said um, uh, Kevin Samuels deserves to be worm food. That's she said harsh. that. Now she's got to turn around and ask motherfuckers that didn't make the money that she made off YouTube or any uh, social media she was on, let's not get this twisted. She was living hog to hog, and now she's got to ask people. Some of these people who actually listen to Kevin Samuels mm-hmm. for money. Yep, she do. She do. And um, it's a fall from grace. It's a fall from grace. Same, I mean, same way the whole um, fresh and fit situation was transpiring. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the same thing. You know. It's just one of those things. Of the people got to people like Cynthia G, and I, I don't want to downplay her disrespectful, uh, disrespected, but I'm just gonna see uh, call. How I see people like Cynthia G, um, who says one thing and does another, reminds us of why we're so backwards in the first fucking place. Because nine times out of ten, most of us live that same. We we we've seen that growing up with our moms, our uncles, our aunties, all that. 
They would say one thing and then they would do the next. Mm-hmm. And therefore, it made you act a certain way. Like, none of, none of that shit makes sense. And none of that shit makes us um, good as human beings. This bitch literally fucked the bum while telling y'all not to fuck with bums. That's exactly what was going on. The nerve and audacity. The nerve and audacity. But, hey, it won't be the first time. Like, people do that all the time. So, it won't be the first time. So, moving on from Cynthia G. Hopefully, she'll get her shit together. But, moving on from her. So, we have a couple of things that have went viral. Um that have sparked a whole lot of debate. So there was this lady who refused to get out of a car um, while she was going on her first date with uh, a man that took her to the cheesecake factory. And she felt like she was better than the cheesecake factory. So... Not only did did the guy get back in the car and leave the Cheesecake Factory, but he took her home. He was just like, yeah, this ain't going to work out. So this has sparked a debate on if uh, that should be an appropriate first date, Cheesecake Factory. I personally don't, don't see nothing wrong with the Cheesecake Factory, but nonetheless, it sparked a debate. Um. So much so that the, like, news, like, regular news was talking about this. It was so crazy. But she ended up doing an interview with the guy and all that. But anywho, um, because of this being such a debate or whatnot, this person, um, with the help of a lot of other ladies, came up with a list of places to not take a young lady on a first date. And these are the places. Excuse me. Cheesecake Factory. Applebee's. Chili's. Chipotle. Olive Garden. The Movies. Your House. Any fast food chain. Buffalo Wild Wings. Wingstop. Red Lobster. A Buffet. IHOP. Denny's. The Gym. Church. Starbucks. Coffee Dates. Ice Cream Dates. Family Functions. Movie nights, Netflix, Hulu, etc. Somewhere that requires a long drive. Bowling, nightclubs, hookah bar, a bar for just drinks, Waffle House, and sports events. Do you have any thoughts about this list? My thoughts on this list is this is everywhere the fuck you supposed to take anybody from a first date to a fucking 50th date if that's what the fuck you want to fucking do. Like, who are you to decide? Sorry, um, I don't want to downplay any woman who thinks they have quote-unquote standards, but who the fuck are you to decide what a man does if he wants to get to know you 
unless he's putting you in a situation that is dangerous. Like, this nigga's taking you to Applebee's. He's not taking you to a trap house. Like, what the Okay. When are these things wrong things to do? Because my thing is, what I don't understand is, women mm-hmm. that agree to this are saying that a man has to take them somewhere that they literally can't afford themselves. It should never be a situation where, um, unless I put that jacket on me because we've been dating for, or we are actually in a relationship, it should be no reason why I'm taking you somewhere you can't take yourself. I don't think it's just that. Like, according to some of these things on the list, I don't think it's, I don't think it's like, on the tip of being bougie or anything like that. A family function? No. You're not taking me on no first date to nobody's family function. You're not taking me to church. You're not. And you're never, no, no, nobody's first date. I don't give a damn how bougie or not bougie you are on nobody's first date should somebody be taking you somewhere that requires a long drive that's less than smart you don't know this person enough for you to be taking on a long drive um see this is the thing though this is this the thing and 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 i i get because i understand where you're coming from where you're coming from is a place where that's uncomfortable for you so it is different strokes for different folks. Yeah. Some people are cool with that. Some people are cool with you on the first day going to your family reunion with her. That's- um, some people are cool with um this, I, I I got country family, so I can't I, I I'm never gonna say but I ain't never seen date, that. Though? A first date. But see, you feel a certain way about that. Okay. Uh, other, uh, another woman will look like, oh shit, he is already uh, uh, making me part of the family, and they'll stick there longer. It's just like I said, different strokes for different folks. You can't say um, what is good for uh, 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 what's the old saying? Uh, what's good for the goose is good for the uh, good for the gander. Mm. You can't say that about everything. Yeah, I just, um, yeah, I just, I just, I don't agree with that. Um, the gym, I don't think a gym. But yeah, that's just your opinion. Yeah, it shouldn't yeah. be a list of that. It, it shouldn't be a list. It should be strictly on what you approve as a woman. Yeah, like, but I mean, but some of these should be a no-brainer, like a nightclub as a first date. Like, how do you get to know somebody taking them to a nightclub? For you, but we, but I can't say what we, but what I will say is, um, it has happened. It is motherfuckers have met in a nightclub. Mm. Things should, we shouldn't try to, um, try to, um, I guess, what am I, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? We, we shouldn't try to like put things in a box like this is, this is what's gonna make shit perfect, or this is what you should be looking for. This is what, cause motherfuckers, I mean, you never know where you're gonna you're gonna find yourself um, somewhere where you're comfortable, or some, uh, or you you never know where you find yourself on a first date with somebody that is of uh, 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 to everybody else out of the norm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, so it's like 
Yeah, just, I mean. Nothing, I, I, it, should, it just shouldn't be a list. It shouldn't be a list. Fuck that. I don't, I don't mind the list. It's just where are you coming from when you say some of these things? Because, like, any fast food chain, like, a fast food chain, no, that's not a first date. That's like, okay, I'm about to go somewhere. Do you want, do you want something? You know, like that, that's what you do with like a fast food chain. You don't say like, Hey, I'm going to take you on a date and take you to KFC. Like that's yeah. But like yeah, you say, that. you say that, but then I'm, I'm going to put you in this category mm-hmm. because people fail to realize like this category, the nigga that works at a fast food restaurant with a bitch to work at a fast food restaurant and they got fast food restaurant money. Okay. They're just gonna go to another fast food fucking restaurant. But in the same breath, if they both work fast food um jobs, why would they want to date at their job? Who cares? It happens. Everybody knows somebody to fuck with each other from their job. Y'all can figure something else out. Okay, so there was a list that a group of men made. To counter, and this is the list of women of the kind of women you should never take on a date. Now, listen to this one single mothers, women with tattoos, women who dress like this in public, sex workers, only fan girls, mattress actresses, strippers, call girls, escorts, Instagram models, bottle girls, etc. Women with an IG page. Women with non-ear piercings. Women with purple hair or any other unnatural color. Women with whole friends. Models who market to men. Women who travel regularly. Women who drink liquor regularly. Women with weak slash absentee fathers. Women who live alone. Women with party voice, women on dating apps, women who have been on Fresh and Fit, women with lists, women who have been engaged, divorcees, American black women, women raised in the West. So when I saw this list, I said... So, so, so we just got to fuck with trannies now? What, what? That I was just What's like, if you just want to date men. This? Yeah, so my my answer was, if you just want to date men, just say that. That was my answer to that. Um, so your boy Seven says, a person putting more emphasis on the restaurant than the time has their priorities fucked and probably shows why they're single. Ooh, shots fired. I mean, it, it, it's the truth. The thing about it is, for me, I, I, I can't say anything else. This is just me, in my opinion. If you like an individual, it doesn't matter um, what social economic plane you're on. If you like an individual, wherever you're at with this individual, you're going to have a good time. So it I, shouldn't be agreed. a speculation. That's agreed. But let's, go. but let's look at it like this. Okay, so... If you say, boom, I'm going to take you out. 
and the person agrees. Y'all don't realize the prep that that person has to go through to get themselves together to go on a nah, date. Nah, 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 nah. I'm going to stop you right listen now, Lizzie, because you said this shit before. You said this true. shit before, Lizzie. It's true. It's true. I understand. I get that. But listen, that ain't what the fuck I asked you to do. I, I, I asked you to go out. I didn't ask you to spend three fucking hundred dollars on yourself to go out. I asked you. So you wanted just to, to show up like any old thing. You just wanted to show up like any old thing. Like I wanted you to show. I wanted you to show up like I seen you because I like you. I didn't ask you to spend two hundred dollars to do this, three hundred dollars to do that. A hundred dollars to do this. I didn't ask you to do none of that shit. You chose to do that. So guess what? All of that money is going to the Waffle House tonight, bitch. <laughs> and we're going to talk about what we, uh, what, what, what your accomplishments is, and what you look for in the future. Oh, jeez. All right. I, I like, don't agree. People. I don't agree. Like if you go tell somebody, because a Waffle House is not a date. That's a meetup. That's a meetup. That is a fucking place to eat. Yeah, it's when a meetup. When you want to date somebody, I, I don't you have are no problem. Place. I don't have no problem with a meetup. can eat. I don't have no problem with a meetup. But if you're telling me I am going to take you on a date, I expect to be taken on a date. You don't take nobody to no Waffle House for a date. When a man takes you, when a man says. I want to take you out on a date. You automatically assume it turns into the prom? No, no, that's not what I'm saying at all. Then why the but fuck? What? Because that's what you're doing. No, no, no. No, a prom. No, a prom. A prom prep is something totally different than a date prep. But that's what they, this is what you. This is what you're saying. This no, is me. This that's is, not what this I'm is saying. my opinion. Yeah. If that's what you're saying if you're saying that no. shit if, if I ask you to go somewhere I can't take I have I have a specific place to take you. That's no, I'm not what saying they, that there's that, a specific that's, place. That's what happens at proms, that's what happens at all TC balls, that's what happens at homecoming events. This I'm is saying not that there's levels. Date. I'm saying that there's levels. A Waffle House is not a date, that's a meetup. I don't have no problem with a meetup. If you saying, hey, let's meet up and go to Waffle House, okay, cool. I'm going to show up like we going to fucking Waffle House. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to show up like I'm going on a date. I'm going to show up like I'm going on a meetup. There's levels to that shit. That's that's my point. I don't have a problem with the Cheesecake Factory. I like Cheesecake Factory. I don't, I'm, I've eaten Applebee's too many times to... to have to um be okay with Applebee's, but that's my personal thing. I don't have a problem with Chili's or anything like that, like anything on the same level as Applebee's. Like I'll guard none of that shit. But like, let me know if what it is though. Let me know beforehand. So okay, so let me ask you a question because it's the thing because um because women are gonna have this opinion and, and and they're gonna have this list and they're gonna assume things. Um, why? Can't um, women just simply ask, where are we going? 
that's not a problem either. But the thing is, is that when some people do, like some people like to be surprised, I'm not that person. I'll ask where we're going if it's not told to me up front or where you thinking about taking me or something like that. Because sometimes it just be like whatever you think of at the time. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, I want to take you out to eat. Okay, cool. Where are you thinking about going or whatever? I don't know. Maybe someplace like Texas Roadhouse or something like that. Okay, fine. I'm going to get myself prepared to go to a place like Texas Roadhouse. So it may not be Texas Roadhouse specifically. It may be, it may be, um, um, fucking, uh, what's that called? The, uh, Jack Stack or something like that. But that's like, give me like a ballpark of where we going so I can prepare for that type of environment. If you say, hey, you want to go to Starbucks? Okay, I don't have a problem with going to Starbucks with you, but that's not a date. I'll go to Starbucks any day of the week. I fucking love Starbucks. So I'll meet you, I'll meet you at Starbucks absolutely. But I'm not going to I'm not going to prepare myself like I'm going to a Texas Roadhouse the same way that I would prepare myself like I'm going to to Starbucks. That's my thing. That's me personally. Now, some people out here, yes, they are bougie enough to be like, you ain't going to take me to no motherfucking coffee shop or nothing like that. Or you ain't going to take me to Texas Roadhouse. That's not me. But some people are like that. And if you ain't feeling that type of vibe, then you ain't feeling that type of vibe. And it's great that you know now before you actually spend a dollar on them. You see what I'm saying? So it's great to have these conversations prior to the first date if it's really that big of a deal. But then some people just be like, yeah, but then some people just be like, oh, I just want to surprise you. Okay, well, you should at least, especially when you're talking about taking a woman on a date, you should at least let them know what to prepare for because they need to dress accordingly. You know what I mean? So, like, you might be trying to take them to do something physical and they show up in fucking heels. Like, it, it, you got you got to give somebody some type of something so they can prepare accordingly is my thing. Um, your boy seven says women act like men are their entertainment, and for them they equate love with the amount of fun we bring. Then when shit gets real and we got a hard patch, those women burn out. Um, he also says um, that chick ain't spending all that and she ain't ain't getting nothing new. Her shit was from Shein. And Tima with knockoff Chanel's. <laughs> that thick, hold on, that thick ass glue on them on her eyelashes should have been a clue. Well, if we're talking about that lady specifically, um, that whole situation was she she was just doing too much because for one, he had reservations for a place, and um, she calls him to miss the reservation. So he still wanted to take her out, so he took her to the Cheesecake Factory, and then she, she um, caused a fit. But, you know, with her causing a fit, and he seeing her true colors come out in something as petty as that, I mean, it saved him some money and some time that he pursued in her, in my opinion. You know, so then um, your boy Seven also says, what about a picnic and a fucking caricature board? I don't have a problem with that either. That. That, but my thing is, is that like you need to again, you need to prepare somebody for that. Like if somebody, if you're dating somebody that wears heels often, and you're talking about a picnic, they may want to not wear heels that day. They may want to wear flats. They may want to wear something uh, that's appropriate for being on the ground. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, you just got to prepare people, mom. And then he also it. says, why we got to eat? You don't got to eat at all. There were other places on that list that wasn't food-related. Yeah, but only thing I'm saying is this: at one point, men and women have to stop trying to look for a standard between men and women. Because, and 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 not this, and not to downplay it like that. Because everybody looks for certain things, like uh, the hygiene supposed to be met with your hygiene. You know, um, <laughs> I was about to say no standards. Things that like, you know. Shit like that, like, like that's that's important. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's important. Right, shit. right. Other than that, man, like sometimes, man, you we we gotta stop. Like, whatever you're comfortable with is what you are comfortable with. You can't let like social media or whatever is the trend or whatever is going on in the now. You should not uh, uh, let that affect you about um, um, fucking with somebody. Because that's gonna, just going to end up just blocking your fucking blessings. Like, I'm not telling you to deal with a dusty-ass nigga or a dusty-ass female. What I'm telling you is, um, just because you're used to something, so, like, say you're used to, you know, Capitol Grill. That doesn't mean that you can't like a fucking Chili's burger. You just have to get to know certain things. You have to, and then, you know, like, like I said, in the, uh, um, with uh, with Lindsay, like, people should ask. Like, people should, people should know what to expect, so they can get used to being around this type of person if they if they want to be around this type of person. It shouldn't be a standard. It should never be a standard because that is something that no one will ever be able to live up to. Okay. Yeah, I can't. I can't disagree with that. I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm just saying maybe if, if, a conversation. If you make a stand, if you make a universal standard, what's going to happen is every couple of years it's going to grow and it's going to grow. And it's gonna grow, and then what you're gonna realize is the standard grows, but not the economic purpose of people. Mm-hmm. And so nobody is ever gonna be able to meet the standard. Yeah. Right, right. And you're gonna be searching for somebody to meet that standard. You're gonna be searching for that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I get that. I get that. I can't. I can't argue with that at all. It's just some of that stuff. I was just like, I mean, that's kind of no brainer. But then that man list, I just think they were trying to be extremely petty going up against the woman's list. Because I'm like, it's all, well, gonna... it's a bunch of little dick ass niggas right. that just had a problem with what women had to say. Because most men, I ain't even gonna lie, if you a real man, most men look at it and 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 and, and a problem and a situation and a solution. You know, we're not making excuses. No real man make excuses. There's a problem, and then there's a solution. Even if that solution is getting the fuck rid of me. Yeah. You know, we're never going to be in that. The, 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 the list that you got from those dudes were niggas that were full of excuses. Yeah, yeah. And 
I'm damn near everything on the list. So I I guess that's the reason why I ain't nobody asking me on no damn day. <laughs> I'm like, nah. when has when has living alone been a bad thing? What? Like I I was exactly. taken back by that one. I'm like, huh? Living alone. That's how I know it was loud. Yeah. When the, when the motherfucker when when you read that list off and the motherfucker said women with kids, I said, "Oh, this is this is a whole bitch ass nigga. This nigga that this nigga never even fucked a bitch that had a kid in high school." But hey, <laughs> you don't know what it is. Right. So not only was single mothers on here, but women who live alone is on here. So what you want? You want somebody that. Don't have no kids that live at their mama house, like that's ideal. Like I don't, huh? And then they can't exactly. have whole friends. So yeah, that the roommate is out the window. So like, yeah, you want you want somebody to live at home with their mom? Okay. And then here we go building standards up for what y'all call quote unquote women, which you you would never ever find because that shit don't never ever exist. Because nobody can compete to these standards after years and years and years. Right. Right. Like, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. So, your boy Seven says, um, why some men, why some women want a front, though? They show up to spots with heels and then leave in flats or barefoot on the first date. Some can't stay true to their look, but gotta stay true to a standard that don't, that they don't even uphold. Now, the only time I've seen somebody come in heels and leave barefoot is in the club. And you shouldn't be dating. That shouldn't be a date anyway. Like, I can understand you meeting somebody in the club, but a date in the club is stupid. Right. I mean, and even if you date in the club, it, I mean, it is what it is. And so you know what to ex- know what to expect. If you say, if you want to, if you date a motherfucker and you bring them to Bob's, then you expect you gotta expect everything that comes from that. <laughs> right. Like, now if the date ends up at Bob's, that's something different. That's a whole different caliber. Different. Yeah. That's a whole different conversation. <laughs> right. Because I don't I'm end up at Bob's. If you said meet me at Bob's and this bitch was like, bet, this is where I go every Thursday. <laughs> right. You gotta Just expect, tell them to keep my seat. You gotta warm. expect what happens. <laughs> Right, right. Just tell tell the uh, bartender to make my drink. She know what it is. I'll be there in a minute. Like, yeah. Then we got other fish to fry in those situations. But to end up at Bob's, I don't have a problem with ending up at Bob's. But I mean, that's cool. Your nightcap is gonna shit. Your nightcap full of heavy liquor, and then you are gonna get some chicken wings, nigga. You are set. Right, right. So, cause I'm sure you're hungry again, drinking all that liquor. Damn strong ass drinks and bobs. But yeah, so um also we have this other situation that came up was this lady. So <laughs> so this lady um made a video and um it's gone viral now. And um hold on before we go there, uh your boy seven says summer two called up on the look of whatever they're doing instead of the actual activity. That's why so many marriages end so quickly. Um, yeah, no, like I can agree to a certain extent. 
I can agree to a certain extent. But um, but yeah, so this lady, she uh went that was viral. Doing bar. Huh? Sorry, that was a that, that was a juvenile bar. What? Like you really you you really uh serving like juvenile serving niggas like Whoa, we can get down to a certain extent. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's classic 400 degrees type stuff. But, yeah. Yeah, that was classic. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. So, this lady, she went viral um, recently, like, in the last two days. Because she did a video about this experience that she had. So, basically, what the experience was, was that she went to, um, she moved to Atlanta. And she didn't know nobody there. And she got on um, a date nap. And she linked with somebody that had been talking for a couple of weeks. They haven't met up yet. Um, but with her moving to a new city or whatever, she's been buying furniture. She needed a couple of things assembled. She asked the guy if he um, could give her some leads on somebody that could do the um, assembly work. He offered to do the assembly work. And so she took him up on his offer. Now she was just like, you know, this is her first time meeting him up. And it's, it's not normally something that she do by inviting somebody on the first time, meeting them to come to her house. But since um, he's doing this work for her or whatever, and because of this being her first time meeting him, she didn't want, um, she didn't, she didn't know if it would be a positive meaning to where she would want to continue on talking to him so she didn't want that pressure on her so she just she brought up payment and they agreed upon an amount so the day comes um or the morning comes whatever so the guy comes over that morning and he puts the um the pieces of furniture together so while he's there they get to talking, they're vibing, everything's good. She end up ordering breakfast. They eat breakfast. He ended up staying for like a couple of hours after he was done. So when it came to the point where he was going to leave, um, they said that they really wanted to see each other again. It was all positive vibes, right? So when he was about to leave, he told her, well, you know, I'll send you my Zelle information so you can send the payment. So... She um, played it cool, but she started thinking like, you know, this is kind of weird that you are still wanting payment. So she sent the payment and then she ghosted him. And so, um, yeah, so her reasoning behind it was that if we're vibing or whatever, like I wouldn't expect to still pay you. So, people have been putting their thoughts and opinions on this. Um, <clears throat> what's your thoughts and opinions on this? <laughs> <laughs> Where do I go? Uh, let's say... I don't fucking care. <laughs> okay. It's just, it's just, be there, man. I don't fucking care, man. It's like, at some point, we got to realize that, that some shit ain't for us. 
that ain't even for me. That, that, it, it, it's just not for me. It, it's just not for me to even be a part. I don't. I, I don't have no rebuttal. I don't, it, it, the more and more, I, if I dwell on it, I have a rebuttal. But the more and more, I'm just like, nah. You know, mm. I don't fucking care, man. Yeah. Well, a lot of people did um, give their opinion on it online, and a lot of people was like, "You tripping? You told him you were gonna pay him, so he expected a payment. So what's the problem?" Yeah, and it's because I, because I, I wanted to get on that at first, but then at the same time, I'm like, you know what? Because me as a man, this me as a man, this is what I would do. Okay. You know, if 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 she would have said, "Hey, I'm gonna pay you a certain amount of money for you to do this," yeah, I'd have did. I I, I would have did that because I was expecting that money. We'd have hit it off. We'd have did something. Um, I wouldn't have um just because um of the person I am. I would have never came to her with it if she would have ever uh, uh came to me with it. Like, hey. You know, oh yeah, and I know um, I owe you such and such. I'm gonna send it to you. I just said, don't worry about it, cause I know I want to fuck with you again. Now, with me saying that as a man, this is me being a hundred percent about a person I want to fuck. Now, if I in the same scenario, if I come over and I put the shit together. Me and you were talking. I ain't feeling you at all like that. Yeah. Um, I might ask you where my fucking money is. <laughs> might ask you where my fucking money is. Yeah. But that's why I said, you know what? At this point, I don't fucking care. I, 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 I can't. Because I know people ain't going to like my opinion. Because I'm like, no, I, I can't shut him. I can't side with him and I can't side with her. Because yeah. I know, like, it, it, it can happen either or. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the, the second scenario, I did see people say that in the comments. Um, the first scenario that you said is kind of along the lines of what I was thinking. Because when she laid out the story, they did vibe and they did say that they wanted to actually date like they were going to make plans to actually go out on a date they wanted to see each other again and the feelings were mutual in that regard so me personally because my i'm i'm in the minority on this especially reading them comments i'm definitely in the minority um yes I would have I would have gave him his money, but I would have side eyed him if he took it. Because I would have been thinking that he would have been like, nah, don't worry about it, or use that to get yourself a dress for our date or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Because it ain't like they yeah. met on Angie's list. They met on Bumble. They met with the purpose of them dating. That's like they didn't meet. Like I said, they didn't meet on Angie's list. They weren't. It wasn't for the purpose of them doing of him doing a service for her. You know what I'm saying? And then she's the one that brought up the payment. Yes, but he was gonna do it without payment. At least we we are under but, the assumption that he was gonna do it without payment. 
She's the one that brought up the payment. Yeah, so it wouldn't have hurt it. him. It wouldn't have hurt him if he didn't get paid for it. And on top of that, you know, that was, that was a way that they got to know each other and they got to vibe in person to see if they wanted to pursue this further. And if they if he wanted to pursue this further, I don't think it would have been a bad idea for him to be like, nah, don't worry about the money. You know what I mean? So the fact that he actually but took he it. Didn't. <laughs> yeah. He didn't. The fact that he actually took it, if it was me, I would have side eyed that because I just don't like being taking money from women. I don't care. But I still would have continued to date him. I that wouldn't have been a reason for me to ghost him. So, but that's just me. He didn't. And listen, uh, listen, ladies. Or, or gentlemen who um, are going through this. If you're in a situation like that, get that man his money and just leave it alone. Yeah. Like the whole ordeal of her saying like, you know, he didn't understand and, you know, because we've been talking, like he totally understood. He didn't give a fuck. Like, you think this man, you made a TikTok about this. Not him. Yeah. Yeah. You made a TikTok about it because you wanted to be relevant. You wanted someone to think that uh, our man plays silly ass games like this. Um, and you was like, well, you know, everybody around me saying I'm wrong. Like, you know, yeah. uh, uh, prove I'm, I'm not wrong. Like, no. Like, bitch, the whole thing in a nutshell is the nigga didn't want to date you again. Um, y'all were in, gre- uh, in agreement of you do this, you get this amount of money. That happened, he was still owed that money. The, if, if for me, it, this is just my opinion, lady. The only way that your your uh, story could have married is is if you sent him his money without asking, and then he never asked to give it back to you, or he never tried to give it back to you. Now that's when you'd be like, "How how are we going out on dates and whoopie 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 whoop when we supposed to hit it off that way?" Because every time you hit it off with a female, it's always free or you end up paying for it. I mean, but that's just my opinion. I, I, I'm i just like, nah, you're just, you, you try to make yourself seem valid. What end up, and the truth of the, uh, the matter is, the nigga wanted the money because the nigga didn't want you. You think that's why he wanted the money? Even though they mutually agreed? That they will start dating. Because I saw Listen. somebody else say that too. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to keep it real. If, if saying a, a case scenario, if Jasmine was like, hey, I'm going to pay you $100 if you come help me build these two fucking shelves. And I'm like, bet. I, I build these two fucking shelves. Um, this is before me and Jasmine get to know each other. We've never met each other or anything. We're just doing that. And I met her and we was rocking. Boom, boom, boom. And I helped her build these shells and we got to talking and we did whatever. 
And then, you know, we set up some time to meet and greet and actually um, talk some more about shit. If she brought up that hundred dollars, I'd be like, girl, don't even worry about that hundred dollars. Yeah. Now, in the same uh, scenario, if I ain't rocking with what the fuck's he talking about, I'm going to be like, hey, yeah, uh, I'm going to send you my information about sending that to me. Because this is a contract that we already, uh, we already had this contract. Yeah. So I'm going to make sure that contract is binding. I'm going to get that, uh, that, yeah, that, I did this, I got this money. Yeah. And it could have very well have been a test to see if she would follow through with her word. Yeah. It could have been. You know what I mean? Um, I don't necessarily like the fact that he had to bring it up to her because it seemed like, because it sounds like she was probably going to skip out on it. And then that would have been a red flag for him to get the fuck on, you know? But, yeah, yeah, but like, if it was me, yeah, if it was me, I would have been like, oh, let me get you your money, you know? And I will be anticipating him to say, don't worry about it. And if he didn't, I can't fault him for not doing it, but I will side eye it, like, for real. You know, but I'm not going to fault him to the point where I ghost him. I'm still going to talk to him because at the end of the day, yes, this was an agreed upon. This was an agreed upon situation. You know? Yeah. Um, your boy Seven says, why should this money you offer be contingent on if we vibing or not? It it shouldn't be contingent on if you're vibing or not. Um... Because the because the contract was made, it was a verbal contract that was made, so it should exactly. be contingent on if you're vibing or not. But I feel like if you're vibing, especially because again they met with the intention on dating, so why are you pressed about getting money from somebody that you're trying to pursue? It ain't even about being pressed. It's just why Why would you want to get money from somebody that you're trying to pursue? You know? And that's the whole thing in a nutshell. It's like, that's... The more and more I watch that video that you show me, the more and more I realize, like, nah. Because think about it. This was a free date for this thing. Yeah, it really was. It, it really was a was. free date with a speculation. It was a, it was a free date with a speculation. Not only was... It, it was just like how if you ever go somewhere and they say, hey, if you sit here for an hour, we give you $100. Mm-hmm. You know, you hear about this bullshit-ass timeshare, and you say, yeah, I'm going to opt out of it. But you, but that contract was, as long as you sit there, you get $100. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to get the money. Yeah. You're supposed to get the fucking money. Right. Regardless of what happens, even if I was to, uh, 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 put in money for the timeshare, I'm still owed this hundred fucking dollars. Right. Right. So that was the same. For me, that's the same thing in a nutshell. It's like, I'm still owed this money. Now, um, if I if I want to pursue something with you, then I'm not even going to trip off of it. As soon as you offer it to me, I'm going to be like, I'm cool with it. I ain't going to say I'm I, I ain't going to take it if you offer it to me. Now, if you sell it to me, it's, it's in my account. I, I don't have nothing to do about that. <laughs> well, I, 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 know I don't know what to do. <laughs> I don't know how to work it. I'm not going to sell it back. What I will do is the next, 
the next day that I would spend that on you. Yeah. 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 You know, because it's, at, at, at the end of the day, you got to understand it was a free day. Not only was it a free day, the nigga got lunch out the bitch. I don't think a lot of people was paying attention to the bitch was like, yeah, I I paid for lunch. Yeah. No, some people brought <laughs> that up. Some people brought that up, too. And they was like, shoot, that's on her. Did nobody <laughs> I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, this, this was a this was a free day for this. Motherfuckers got to stop acting like women. Uh, uh, women only do this. Like, yeah, this was a free. This was. He didn't have shit going on, and he got. He, not only did he have to, he got a chance to talk to a woman. Not if he was attracted to her or not. He spent the majority of his time talking to a woman. So he got game, um, mm-hmm. and then he got a free fucking meal. Yeah, yeah. This was a date, and a first date, and it wasn't one of the things that you shouldn't do on the list. So there you go. So yeah, so that is uh, <laughs> <laughs> so that is uh, yeah, all the sh- shit that we have seen about dating. Not that you're dating or shit, or I'm dating for that matter, but yeah. So, um, yeah, we're just gonna uh go ahead and bypass the fuck up song because we've been here long enough. Yeah, we've been here, hell. Right. So I don't have any final thoughts. So what's Jerry's final thoughts? I wrap it up real short and sweet. Uh, Jerry's final thoughts is. Um, basically learn how to be humble without somebody humbling you. <laughs> Everything um, we have talked about today, man, and, um, somewhere down the line, somebody's been humble. And that's because um, they put themselves in, 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 in a situation where they allow the person to be uh, to humble them. Um, don't allow nobody to humble you. You humble yourself. You uh, you get to a point where you realize that, you know, you have to make things happen and you have to do things for yourself, even if that is uh, humbling yourself, belittling yourself to make you understand it. Um, you put on your pants one leg at a time like everybody else do. Right. I think at the, if you start doing that, eventually you'll... Um, um, you will end up really understanding that at the end of the day, we're all just the same thing. At the end of the day, we're um, we're specks of matter that really doesn't matter in the world. We're specks of matter that doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 and I, I hope that doesn't make nobody feel bad about themselves, but real shit. We're the specks of matter that really doesn't matter in a world that that always is going to move without you. In a world filled with matter, we are specks of matter that don't matter. Yeah. It's blunt. Yeah. Well, thank you for Jerry's final thoughts. And this. Oh is- yeah, I got to hit him with this. And always. Uh-huh. Respect yourself and others. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, this was episode 97. 
of the Ish We Talk, and we will see you guys on episode 98. Bye. Exactly.